show coming from the rec store Bet this back in the mac in the back flow Let's go chillin' with raccoons by the back door Take all so you can stake more All I wanna do is making door right But I found this crew and doing alright We wreck will bitch ready to fight So many raccoons ready for the boss life I might fly high like a kite, right? But always ready for a shite for the right prize. Raccoon supply has the right price. Giving you respect if it's likewise. So I'm buying all the mean guys with the clean heart. Read between lies, laser bean through lean eyes. Larry or with clean lies, trash mouth, mean smile, be wise. NFT wise, fuck with these guys. It's the rack rap from the back lab. 100 NFTs in my backpack. Crazy rack pack from the stash app Black will take a lead in this haystack It's the rack pack from the back Good morning, Rack FM! It's fucking 0800 AST And what does the O stand for? Oh my god, tonight Soy is off the leash He's not Mr. Corporate And we've got Jessica Who I'm reckon is going to be fucking gassed tonight I kind of wait for this It's proper fanboy night again These are normally the best nights, guys so anyway, it's Friday. Uh, oh, your woman's come, B-Bans. She's interrupted the date. It's uh, Friday the 7th of uh, April, 2023. And this is your daily Cosmos Crypto US of A, fucking breakfast show, uh, with your host, Robo, the mayor of Rackville, and your favourite pundits on a weekly basis. We have Mr. Arnie himself, Mr. Bruce Mann, Put the token in the Dow and your woman, when she comes up, when she's grabbed the co-host, we have your woman, B-Bands from the block. Oh, there she is there, my princess. Hello, B-Bands. You came in at the right time there, didn't you, darling? Yes, I did. How's everybody? Hi, Jessica. Hi, Bruce. Good morning. Good morning. We're doing all right. We're, about, so to bring, we're about to bring everybody in. Because, guys, not only have we got the pundits, but we've got an eclectic uh, couple of panellists joining us tonight. This should be a fucking scream, in my opinion. We've got the very famous, uh, and I'm not going to say any uh, organisation he's related to, the very famous Soy2 studio, uh, of a.k.a. of the, the Soy Boy era, when we used to have all the banter when he shit on raccoons, and then we've grown to love him like uh, another brother from a different mother. And uh, yeah, man, Jessica, I've been following her for fucking ages now, and she's proper class crack. Doesn't try to blow her account up, just spits facts, and uh, actually is like just dropping little bits of shit, like for uh, osmosis, little devs here and there, little tools to make people's uh, life easy. So without further ado, let's welcome my good friend. Hello, Soy. Welcome to the Friday show, brother. How are we doing, guys? Thanks for, thanks for inviting me. What's, uh, what's everyone doing today? Oh, dude, you're off the you're off the leash, dude. Uh, like I said, there's a disclaimer tonight. Anything Soy says, it stays. What what happens on the Friday show stays on the Friday show, Soy. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's uh, nice and recorded, though, right? Yeah, exactly. It stays on the Friday it's, show. So if you listen it's, to it... Nothing, nothing, nothing like being recorded whilst, whilst off the leash. Well... Exactly. It's going to go right into Reese's... We can, AI recording, but no, no, no. We can <laughs> delete anything we want. Trust me, I've had Reese delete uh, and scratch the server, so don't worry about that. So we can take care of anything. And we've, been- we've got Elon. Elon. Elon's down with just erasing, right? I just wanna, yeah, of course, he lost that shit. 
I just want to tell people before Robo goes on to show that if you go up in the nest, you can see some of the soy boy crack Robo was referring to. Oh, nice. He's dragging up uh, the ghosts of the past and put them in the, in the nest, are we? Great. <laughs> you know how we roll. Yeah, I do. I do. Now then, without further ado, and it's a very early morning for her. Uh, I'm so blessed and privileged. This is a little fanboy moment. Uh, hello, Jessica. Welcome to the show, darling. Good morning. Good morning. Great to be here. How did our beginning go? I mean, we're a bit there. Uh, we're a bit fucking do lally a little bit, aren't we? I know that, but we're not so bad. <laughs> hey, you've told uh, Soy he can be off the leash, so I'm going to take that as an invite for me to be off the leash as well. Oh well, that's what I was kind of banking on. That's where we get the numbers from, you know. That's when we hit the digits. Where... <laughs> <laughs> the best bits that make the perfect sound clips should always be deleted. But I'm just going to go for it. Well. I'm really proud of Soy. I'm really proud of Soy recently because he had this like a uh, corporate like aura for so long, and then Manny's just like shed it like a like a, a butterfly coming out of that cocoon. And I'm so proud of him, you know, Jessica. Oh, yeah, that is too. the way to be, man. <laughs> yeah, too, man. It's because he started working for a rock pool. Oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I, I was corporate for about a week. You know, that's that's all. True. Well, we'll kind of like uh, get into that. So, you know something, I mean, I feel like everybody in this bloody audience must know you inside out. Uh, I feel like nobody needs a, like, a, a little welcome. But uh, Jessica, people are going to be curious, the people that don't know you, they're going to see your name and they're going to see <coughs> Jessica.Cosmos, right? I mean, first of all, do you regret ever getting that name? Now we've seen like the direction Cosmos is taken, do you regret that or not? Uh, you know, maybe a little bit, but I was one of those stupid people who signed up for Twitter Blue. And now, you know, if I change it, it's going to take like 10, 15 days. So pretty much stuck with this at this point. It might go back eventually to my old one where I was just using just the analyst. So for people who don't know me, I work at Flipside Crypto. We do um, data analytics. We're a data provider across Cosmos, Ethereum, Solana, a couple other chains. And all the shit we make is free to use, which is the way it should be. Which, which one's your favorite? Just so we can establish a bit of a baseline, Jessica, what's your favorite chain out of like all the chains you interact with? What's your favorite? Don't say Juno. Say Juno. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not going to say Juno. Like, I have what I would call, like, outside of Cosmos, a big love-hate relationship with Solana. So, like, I'll use it, and then I'll be like, oh, this shit's so centralized. This shit breaks every other week. And I'll forget about it for a month, and then I'll just go back to doing some absolute degenerate activities. But the reason I like it is that people over there will click on literally anything. You build a crazy-ass application, that could be like for the stupidest purpose. I'm so big into NFT lending right now. And Solana people are like, yeah, that's worthy of liquidity. So guess I just got to say I'm over there because I love the community. Oh, Wait, I hold like on. I like question? Hold on. So yeah, shit. NFT, NFT lending. So yep. um, the collateral, collateralized NFT, like you take your NFT, you borrow against it and they... Is that what you're talking about? Or yeah, yeah. Okay. So are you currently doing that? Because I was reading up about it and um like tell me what you think. And if you're like, is the ratio to like NFT 
and how much they give you like so high that you don't have to worry about being liquidated. You know, like, can you um, tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, of course I can. So I primarily use a protocol called Sharkify. There's several on Solana. Fract is another big one. Um, I typically don't take loans against my NFTs. I like to serve as the lender. But what happens is that you can offer um, up tokens and the lender sets the amount of token that they can offer um, on a collection. So say that you want to loan out or you want to like loan your soul out for a Solana monkey business like my PFP. I personally will not lend more than 80% of the floor of that collection. So, you know, there is a chance that you get like, there's a liquidation or someone defaults and you're stuck with an NFT and that fucking sucks, especially when things are volatile. Like, God, did I get fucked pretty hard um, on Utes when Frank DeGods was like, this shit's moving to Polygon. I had so many open loans. Um, like during that announcement, I was like, dear fucking Lord. Um, but basically, like if you are taking out a loan, you get to pick which offer you want. So there's going to be a pool of multiple loans that people have offered and you'll have some interest you have to pay back on top of it. But if you want a lower loan uh, versus like the highest one, you can take that. Like if you only want 100 soul, you don't feel comfortable taking out 120 and that offers on the table, you can take the lower one. So, cool. so I say we got into the Dijon shit like pretty quickly. I mean, that didn't take fucking long, like, did it? I mean, <laughs> well, ladies, okay, that is like to Dijon. <laughs> always what I'm doing. And once the shit comes on stars, I'm going to be um, like loaning out stars to so many people with bad kids. Like, I am counting down the days until Shane gets that. <laughs> yeah, woman's a rape gangster, isn't she? She's a proper gangster. I should bother him in the DMs. I should be like, Shane, lending win. Just have a bot that sends it to him every fucking day. <laughs> I can't wait to find out what you think about uh, interchain accounts and interchain security in a minute. But before we go there, before we go there, B-Bands, before we get like on the proper crack crack and empathy, has there been any uh, like news, big things this week we should pay attention to or, or fucking not? Nah, shall we just um, have this bit talking? Yeah, I, th- I think we should just shit talk and stuff like that. I have news, but I want to share it on my show. <laughs> yeah, that's I love that. Hoard the news. <laughs> I saw Soy yesterday. Like, Soy's getting a bit fucking cheeky in the comments and that, isn't he? In the retweets and that, but... Uh, you know, a cosmic validator, that microphone. And so he's like, where the fuck have you just got that from? Fucking NASA or some shit like that. So you're getting it. He's getting a bit brave with Soy, isn't he, Brucey? Oh, absolutely. I love to see it, man. I really love to see it. He he even inspired Don to get even more trolly with his post. Did you see the one that Don did where he took the fucking lady and just made her minuscule compared to that huge shitty microphone? Good job, <laughs> yeah. Soy, man. It, uh, they really kind of caught fire that one, didn't it? The one that's like beneath Don's post is the best, I think, where he actually swaps the the microphone and the lady around. So basically, like, the lady is the microphone, and the microphone's like the size of the person. Thought that was excellent. But yeah, mate, the thing is, like, I, I guess um, it, I kind of felt a bit bad about it in the end because, like, some people were saying, "No, oh, you know, people, everyone like really hates these guys, and you know, they're they're really trying." Um, but sometimes, you know, when you when you've got like a ginormous microphone, it just needs to be called out. And to be fair, 
I mean, I, I, Jessica, you know what we're talking about there. Prop 84, right? The, the funding oh, yeah. of Yeah, yeah. I mean, I voted no with veto on that shit. That's so terrible. <laughs> I once described you, woman. I mean, I'm not kidding you. When I watched, I, I was fucking haunted for fucking days. Like, she, she has got a face like haunted Tupperware. That's how I once described it to Amanda. Like, like I kind of I kind of caught with that. Like, that's scary. It's like some mad, crazy, like, surreal like thing when you wake up in the middle of the night and you're like sweating you're like no no make it stop make it stop please this is not content yeah that's what i think I, you're uh, talking about the microphone right my, i thought you were talking about michael rapaport for a second because like he's a scary dude the other uh the, the, the we're not there the night we were joking about that were probably 84 and i went oh uh, me and amanda were like having the crack and i was like oh she's got a your woman's got a face like haunted tupperware and that just brought the fucking house down like but eh. That's a freaky video thing that like, that's not, that's not 2023. I don't even know like what era I feel like I'm living in watching that like, it's like, Damn, like seriously drinking the haterade this morning. Um. No, it's like it's, it's like it's the 1980s, but they're trying to pretend that they're doing this in the future. Do you know, like when they used to make the Jetsons or something like that, and it was like all about the future. It was all the bullshit. That's what it reminds I, me of. I know it makes Joe looks like a pro those cosmic validator videos. Makes Joe looks really good. The only thing about Joe is the size of his head. <laughs> I remember that, Bruce. Oh, my. Oh, uh, yeah. But he's a good lad. Joe's a good lad. Anyway, let's find out. Uh, Jessica, have you been going to any of the conferences lately? Or what? I say there's a conference every other like, weekend now, isn't there? Oh, God, there is a conference every other weekend. I haven't been to one since uh, I think Solana Breakpoint was my last. So last year I did Crypto Bahamas. I did a Solana Hacker House. I did Cosmoverse. And then I did Breakpoint. But I think that my next conference is going to be Nebular. So people aren't going to see me in person until Paris. Oh, you went to uh, Medellin, did you? Yes, I did. And uh, what's your overall opinion? Uh, was it productive or just a, a Jolly Boys outing? Uh, it was more just a Jolly Boys outing. And I felt really fucking bad for a lot of the speakers who um, put a lot of time into their presentations because they were largely, besides the Adam 2.0 stuff, talking to a near empty room. There were like maybe 10 people in this or 20 people in this room that was set up to hold like three or 400 and it was just rows of empty chairs. And there was a small little, like, not even a demo room. It was just like people had booths and you could go talk to um, different protocols, whatever. And that room was just like nuts to butts. Everybody trying to drink these fucking mocktails and hang out. It's kind of weird, but you know, at least the parties were really good and off the hook. Was it, was it, was it, a, bit, was it a bit cringy at times, Jessica? Was it a bit cringy? Yeah. Yeah. It was a bit cringy. And I think that why it was kind of cringy is that you had a whole bunch of people trying to just pitch their products to each other. So it was almost all builders. People from the community largely weren't there. And it was, say, like Juno's trying to sell their cells to people who work on Kajira and vice versa. It's like, this is so fucking stupid. <laughs> did you wear? Did you go to the uh, loop uh, rooftop party, did you? Uh, I think I did. I went to like almost every party that would let me in. Ah, were you there when Jacob got his tattoo? Were you? Yeah, were you yeah. 
No way. That was so, that was so, that night was fun. And I was so fucking blasted that night. That was my fourth week of travel in a row for like a different meetup or just something I had to do in person. And I remember there and I'm like, I'm so tired. I've had one beer. Like I'm going to fucking die tonight. (laughs) But it was, it was a good time. Those were well-planned. Oh goodness gracious me! Can you imagine that big band's been there for the? Are you going to go? Are you going to NYC, NFT or no? No, no, no. I want to, but I'm also just like a little bit burnt out from cringy conferences that I just don't have it in me right now. Plus, I got some shit like in flight that I'm working on and building on. So, I'd rather take that time to uh, just build some cool shit right now. Jessica, do I see that you're? Uh, do you see like are you based up in like uh, like in the northeast? I think, but do you travel down to where was it? Saint Louis? I think you. I've seen you traveling down there a couple of times or something. Well, no, I don't live in the northeast. So I live in. I don't even know how to explain this. I live in the middle of fucking nowhere in the U.S., a town called Evansville, Indiana. So Saint Louis is actually like one of the closer cities to me. I just fly around a lot. Ah, okay, I get you. I get because I saw you. I saw you like on the on the way to Saint Louis a few times, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like I think that I'll actually be there next weekend. Something about some shitty football going on, and got some tickets. That's the idea in America. They all live in the fucking middle of nowhere with lots of guns. Do you have any guns, do you, Jessica? Oh, of course. Oh dear. <laughs> oh dear. What? <laughs> Big ones as well, darling, yeah? Oh, yeah. I got um, two ARs. And I've got this really cool, like, 44 mag. I don't know why I, like, walk to where it is. Can't show then a hero comes along. <laughs> Dude, carry me. Yeah, Yo, I, I guys. Like I'm going to be, we I'm should... gonna be uh, Whitney Houston. I'm going to hop into your, like, thing. You can be, like, <laughs> carrying me off the stage. And then I'll be like, I feel safe. <laughs> We should totally have a middle of nowhere U.S. conference and then we could all go to the shooting range together. It'd be so fun, guys. <laughs> well, I'm sure. That sounds fun. I'm, I'm, Bruce, I'm sure you've got some serious questions for Jessica, right? Absolutely not, bro. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <Like I don't. laughs> I've been hosting for the last four, four days or something. I came here to just help out, man. Be a bit in the background, do some B-bands work. That's how we do, babe. That's how we do. It is how you do. <laughs> I love it. Well, do I have a chance to actually plug what I'm working on, or is this like a completely no workspace? What's well, all about you? Um, no, no, no. You plug in early. Get your plug in early, darling. Of course, before the real carnage starts, like because it just goes all downhill right. for me. Well, yeah, I'm we're, going we're to get on my way one downhill. So. Good, good. So I'm going to get my one plug in now when I mentioned it earlier. If you guys ever need free Cosmos ecosystem blockchain data or Ethereum, Solana, I can't quite plug Algorand anymore. We hid that. But like Flow, Near, whatever, uh, check out Flipside Crypto. We've got databases free and uh, open to the public. So really cool to play around with. If you like it, give us a positive shout out. Um, we get funding from protocols and not from people. So we need all the positive momentum we can get so we can keep this data accessible. And that's my plug. 
No more work bullshit. <laughs> no more work bullshit. Right, so you, so do you want to follow that with uh, your plug as to why we should pay attention to your governance proposal? No, I'm not only joking. Uh, <laughs> I think there was a pushback, though. I saw there was a bit of pushback on that. I mean, we're not here to talk about that, but it was interesting. Like Lavender Five, I think, were the ones that were like leading that. I think uh, Paul Gachu and a couple of the regular voices, like kind of like just like jumped into line. But like Lavender, obviously they've got their uh, Erdemann or whatever his name is, the Dutch guy now running all the governance stuff and that for them, right? Uh, that was an interesting take. Soy Lavender Five, wasn't it? Off the record, any opinions? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, frankly, like that's why I delegate to Lavender Five. Um, they they're good guys, you know. They 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 they'll sort of vote what they believe in. They'll they'll take a stance on on their assessment, um, and they you know they're happy to sort of go against the grain if if that's what they believe is the right thing to do. Um, and so, like, yeah, I have absolutely no problem with Lavender Five. In fact, like. I mean, I don't think they've even said they, they won't support it. They've just sort of offered criticisms and this, that, and the other. Um, and who's to say that that sort of resistance hasn't resulted in what has ended up being the case where we're sort of like giving back any any unclaimed airdrop to the um, to the Cosmos Hub community pool? Um, you know, all that kind of stuff. It, it all sort of it's all kind of like healthy debate. Um, and I, I got all the time in the world for Lavender Five, so I have absolutely no problem with them whatsoever. Well, uh, I mean, Jake, Jake made a bold statement the other day, didn't he? When he was on about, I think it was like the outposts or what they're doing with... Uh, oh, he mentioned one of the devs, didn't he, that's doing something with... Uh, fuck, I'm going to have to go and look at this. But he's like, at, at least interchain accounts are going to get some, some fucking use or something like that. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. Is that a little... Uh, stab at what's going on like or what we're what we're seeing at the minute i wasn't too sure about the language used there did you catch I, that I one didn't, i didn't jake hartley you mean yeah yeah when it, it was on about juno like uh is there a bit of a race with like like to make like something out of interchain security and slash interchain accounts i mean is there a race to like actually do something with it because like there's people fucking saying it's a white elephant blah 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 i mean i don't know well, I mean, like, interchain queries, interchain accounts, like, obviously kind of dovetail with each other. And, you know, effective use of the both of them is basically sort of like the future of, of interoperability in uh, in in Cosmos. And there's there's like a couple of different implementations that I'm aware of of, of interchain queries. Uh, one is the one that we built, uh, which is kind of smart contract based. Um, and the other one is like Strange Love Labs implementation of that. Um, and I guess the sort of the TLDR, the TLDR of ours is like because it's kind of smart contract based. The the sort of like the the destination chain doesn't necessarily have to have like interchain queries um, implemented on their chain. And so we're kind of like our implementation is kind of Jessica's probably better than me at explaining this to be honest with you. But it's like I, I would kind of say that you're not limited by the other chain with ours if, if you're building on neutron and using neutrons implementation of interchain queries uh you're not lim limited by the other chain um and so so basically like effective use of, of this this kind of stuff is is without a doubt like the sort of the, the future of interoperability in in the cosmos in in my opinion um and so I'm not quite sure where juno are up to with that but ultimately you know there's there's no reason why they can't have their own sort of implementation um 
And so, yeah, I'm, I'm not quite sure exactly where Jake is coming from that from, from with that. But f- from my perspective, you know, it's really important in sort of building out like an interoperable DeFi ecosystem with uh, with Neutron. I think it was something to do with uh, Polytone. I'll, uh, I will go and find it. Uh, it. It might have been deleted or it might not. But this is actually, uh, this is why I really want to kind of get this out, uh, like gone early, because it's like a pretty boring subject for many people. Uh, Jessica, uh, you know, interchain security, interchain accounts, nothing burger, or should we all be paying attention? Do we not even know how it's going to be utilized yet? I would like, where where are we in your opinion? I mean, my opinion is nothing burger until we've got good utilization, right? So you can talk, and this is my opinion about a lot of things. You can talk all you want, but until you have product market fit and someone's launched it into action, it's just noise. So I'm really excited about someone showing me that I'm actually wrong on this take. Like, hopefully it gets well used. Hopefully my take is like spicy dumbass, but we'll see. Yeah, I think that's I think that's fair. Um, and like, just to, again, bore everybody and sort of bring it back to Neutron, you know, I guess what we're doing is, is we're providing like the platform for devs to come in and make use of that technology. You know, devs are going to be able to sort of come in, build on Neutron um, and build these sort of DeFi protocols that potentially make use of these kind of things. Uh, and so that you don't have to be going swapping around from chain to chain just to sort of do a bit of lending here and then borrowing there and, and providing li- liquidity over there. Um, in theory, all this should should be done with sort of one click by apps that are built on Neutron. Uh, but as Jessica says, you know, it's sort of proofs in the pudding and uh, we'll see what actually gets built with these kind of things. Until then, for, for most people, you know, nobody's going to be getting excited about this kind of stuff until you can actually get your hands on it with a protocol that makes effective use of, the, of this technology. So, dude... <laughs> Like, are you are you guys got a, a fund or a grant or whatever though to like pay people? Because isn't this the whole crack with Juno? Is unless you pay people, they're not going to come and build. Isn't this the entire like crack that's going on at the minute? So, have you guys got a fund, or are you just expecting like you're not going to pay people to come and build? You, they're just going to come and build. What's happening on that front? Yeah, well, like we released our tokenomics the other day, and there's um, like a fairly big chunk in there disclosed. Uh, I think it's like about 11, 12% of the, the the total supply that's actually been sold to seed investors. So like we have like huge like runway basically for the next couple of years. Um, we raised like quite a lot of money. I'm not I'm not sure I can even disclose sort of how much, you know, what valuation or anything like that. But, you know, we're, we're well funded. Um, and then on top of that, like we'll have like, Hopefully, um, fairly deep liquidity through relationships with the hub, and um, and yeah, at launch we'll have like a grants program as well. So like part of our governance system is that we'll have like a, a you know a grant sub DAO from day one, and people even RackFM will be able to sort of come up and ask for funding if you feel like you contribute to the ecosystem. Um, and uh, and so yeah, like I think that is you know with all all due respect to Juno, um, it's definitely something like a, a feather in our cap. Um, and and a, a reason why people might expect things to get built on on Neutron much quicker than on on Juno. Oh, I, I bet you've got your fucking nice little bag on the fucking side as well. <laughs> what are you I, I, I might have. I might have to be honest with you. Like, um, I mean, in terms of like team tokens, um, I only found out this week at the same time as everybody else that. Um, like all our team tokens are going to be locked for a year. So like there's no one dumping. And then like after a year, they're, they're vested as well. 
So like we have a, a one year cliff, and then I think it's like a two year vesting period after that, a linear vesting period. Um, but mate, I was like, I don't know, like fifth or sixth person through the door at Neutron back in September. So um, yeah, apparently like I'm going to be like on the foundation and um, potentially like get some sort of token allocation, but I, I don't know what that is. Um, and it wasn't something that was sort of, sort of on the table when I signed up. It's just uh, apparently like, there's a chance that I might well get some team tokens, but I, I don't know the extent to what that will be. Well, you've been getting up at fucking two and three and four a.m. in the morning to do fucking spaces with fucking plebs, so like you know, you've earned it. Exactly. Putting put the time in. Wait a minute, uh, I, put, I put in the space. I know, like my phrasing of the language might not have been totally correct, but the the, the tweet I told you about with Jake that I thought was a bit of a stab, like one of those, like you know semantics like yeah you, you can see what i'm talking about like actually usable i mean that's quite like using the adverb you know actually like usable it's quite a statement quite a little mm, you know yeah yeah i don't really sort of see that as a stab at neutron i mean like you know if let's let's look at someone like quicksilver you know quicksilver was going on about um interchain accounts like back in the day right um, and I think it's just fair, fair comment that interchain accounts is is sort of this technology that's that's there that everyone's talked about that just is being underused. Um, and so, like, yeah, um, I don't have any problem with that comment. Well, I'm dying for this. Uh, before we jump on, like, I, I've got some of for Jessica Baybands. Bruce, do you want to come in with either of them before, like, I, I flip this on Jessica or what? Come on, this is your time. Come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. I go first on P-Bands. So I, I was, would just like to hear how the whole Popmo thing is going, if it, it already died. Yeah, again, bit of a nothing burger. He's just got his opinion that all MEV should go to Cosmos Stakers for some reason. Um, my opinion on that would be that basically that would make Cosmos uh, Stakers or Atom Stakers um, somewhat parasitic you know um that you're ultimately just sort of extracting mev from from users of other protocols with without any sort of entitlement to that other than the fact that you you know you verify blocks um so that's my position on it and hasn't changed so you haven't come to any agreement with Popmus? well it's difficult to come to an agreement with an anonymous dog who doesn't talk you know like what, what are you going to do and how much has Jacob chosen to involve himself in this? Again, I think you misread like what Jacob was saying in, in that whole debate. Um, I'm not sure. To be honest with you, like, you know, Jacob has his, his way of communicating. Um, I'm not sure like I really ever completely understand Jacob's position uh, because of that, the way that he communicates. So I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Just Please just to clarify, just to clarify myself, I'm. I told I really appreciate Notional and Jacob's work in the space. I was just asking. Um, I was just asking how much he has involved himself in this. This conversation with you and Popmas regarding well, like what we well, what we should expect in the future. That was just well, the thing is like, like Jacob's pretty clear that like he supports like Neutron's proposal. Um, and so I, I would assume that he's well aware of like our issue, our plans for MEB distribution and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, the vote will come up pretty soon and we'll, it'll all come out in the wash and find out what people's actual positions were. 
Um, the thing with Jacob is like he's actually fairly close to like some of the the devs on our team, uh, particularly our, our GM. Um, and there's some degree of you know collaboration between Notional and Neutron that I'm not fully aware of the extent of. Um, and so, so you know like when. It's kind of like we have this lot in Cosmos, right? Like people have these various conflicts, they have their opinions on things, and they remember the oh shit, we actually work with those guys, um, and we'll uh, yeah, we'll we'll see how all that plays out with the the governance vote. Did you say work or live with those guys? I definitely don't live with Jacob, for the record. Okay, okay, thank you, man. <laughs> Just having the crack. Imagine okay, that's. Um... Imagine the smell of living with Jacob. Oh my god, I bet those armpits are fucking hanging on a morning. I don't think so. I think he's uh, he's a I'm king guy. The, I'm taking the piss, man. I'm taking the piss. B bands, before we uh I mean I'm not even gonna ask Jessica what she thinks about new wrong because she might smoke them, but I do have a question for about coming up. Wait, oh, I just want to say thank you, sorry. Thank you, sorry, for that answer. B bands, you sweeping up, yeah. The room, sweeping the room, B-Bands, no? Sweeping the room? What do you mean, like cleaning right now? No, no, I like that. You got anything you want to ask about what we've talked about so far? No, no, sir. I really want to find out what Jessica thinks about uh, friendship bracelets. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I had no fucking clue what was coming. <laughs> well... Can I say that I'm a salty because I didn't get a friendship bracelet, first of all, so I guess I'm not worthy of friendship. But you know what? Why not? I think it's kind of funny at this point in time where everybody's kind of got their beef going on, like we're seeing political parties form in Cosmos. I'm really curious to actually see the distribution of friendship bracelets, like who got it, who didn't. And once I get a chance, I am 100% going to dig into this and see if it really just went to like certain people they actually like. <laughs> you don't need friendship bases. You got AK-47, girl. I'm <laughs> Friendship gun. <laughs> I'm expecting like photos of like Jack Zamplin with like, like, like 25 of them on his like throat, you know, like when you say those oh like, women, the hill tribes with like the neck like stretched with the rings on them. You'll see Jack on the next boat, only have like 40 of them on his throat, like stretching his fucking head up into the clouds. When I was in fucking school, like those dumb oh. little plastic Livestrong bracelets were popular. So I'm just imagining someone with like 20 friendship bracelets on, just rocking it like, yeah, I'm a super friend. Looking like the fucking retards we did back in fifth grade. <laughs> Well, Jessica, I mean, for the last, like, 10 days to 14 days, every time I put on fucking Twitter, I'm faced with this team. I mean, how many times am I going to have to fucking look at this noble team? I kind of quote it anymore. Kinda... I have no idea. <laughs> I'm very, like, aggressive on Twitter. So when I see something, I'm like, I'm so sick of hearing this. It just goes right into my muted words or like I'll mute the accounts. I think I actually muted friendship bracelets a few like weeks ago <laughs> or whenever <laughs> I first heard of it. It's like, God damn, that's dumb. So you want to jump in as well? Hey, Jessica, oh, I, <laughs> I, I missed that. Sorry, sorry I, was, uh, I was kind of distracted. Are you a fan of friendship bracelets? <laughs> um, no, like definitely not. Um, Actually, uh, I have a story about friendship bracelets from Thailand. I got I got wrecked on mushrooms one time, um, 
and I thought I broke my arm. And I'd I'd been collecting all these friendship bracelets from throughout like my travels through through Asia and Thailand. I had like like twenty five of them on there, and I couldn't because I was on mushrooms. Like my arm was bending all over the show, and I couldn't really work out if it was broken or not. Um, and so I just like cut off all my friendship bracelets. Um, so uh, so yeah, that's um, I have like some scars when it comes to friendship bracelets. To be honest with you. Um, but the, like, the, the thing about when you woke up, when you woke up, was your arm broken, or was it the trip? It was the trip, right? It, 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 it was a trip, man. It was, uh, it was the most, it was the most disturbing experience of my life, man. Like, I was, um, my girlfriend had been pressuring me to do these these mushroom shakes, and um, like, I, I hate mushrooms, like, I, like any mushrooms, and and I'd never done mushrooms before in my life. But eventually, like, she put, sort of persuaded me, and I got these shakes, and we were doing these shakes. And um, it was all like going so well. We were sort of like lying, like in bed, and she was she was like lying on me, and um, like we listened to a bit of Pink Floyd, and like you could see all the stuff, and it was like all like that seventies album artwork started to make sense to me, and all this kind of stuff. It was like amazing experience. Like I was I was smoking a joint at the time, and um, I felt like this this joint was like I don't know. It, it tasted amazing, and it never went out. And every time I flicked the ash. Like it went perfectly where I wanted it to go, um, and then like obviously you wait later and, and there's just shit everywhere. Um, <laughs> and it's like completely not not the case at all. Um, but yeah, like so it's like amazing experience. Like listen to these tunes and it's like you can feel the music in your blood and all this kind of stuff. And it was just it was a beautiful experience. But like after a while, I, I got tired and like like my arm got tired from my girlfriend lying on me. And as I went to move. Like my arm kind of gave way underneath me, and it just—I thought I'd broken it. Uh, it sent me into like the the deepest, darkest trip, like for about the next three, four hours or so. Um, and it was like it went from being like one of the best to like the worst experience of my life. Um, I was just sort of convinced that my arm was broken. And I remember, like, one point I went to look at in the bathroom, and I was like leaning in front of the bathroom, and I was trying to convince myself, like, look, if your arm was broken, you wouldn't be able to lean on the sink, right? Um, well, I was trying to like sort of like uh, what's what's the film uh, with Leo DiCaprio? Just trying to sort of snap myself Fear out. Loathing. Of Fear loathing. No, it was like with, 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 with a spinning Jenny, and it's like his thing that sort of snaps him out of it or whatever. Inception, right? It's like Inception, my yeah. Inception moment. I was trying trying to snap myself out of this trip through through logic, and as I'm looking at myself in the mirror, like all this poison ivy started like growing up the side of my right arm, and I was like, oh no, it's definitely broken. Um, and it's just man, it's, it's a horrible. Oh, that, horrible no, I, I actually feel sorry for you. That was like that was a bad, How, trip. like real uh, bad, like like a demon was like swallowing you up or something. That's I'm sorry that happened was, to you, sir. It was bad. It was bad. Like I mean, it was it, like I said, it, it went from being like the like the best experience of my life to like by far, by far the worst experience of my life. I was just, I was absolutely, you know it's just a terrible experience. Like I didn't want to go to hospital in Thailand and like trying to explain how I've broken my arm whilst on mushrooms. Um, it's just a really bad time, you know? Um, <laughs> but then like the, in, the, in, the, in the next few days though, like it, I felt like 10 men, like, I don't know, like all like the impurities have been, have been sort of like washed out of my body. Um, you know, it's like, I felt really like on top of the world for like a week after or something like that. And so actually, like, I, I kind of wouldn't mind doing it again in, in moderation. But man, like, I'd be careful oh, next time, you know. 
the thing is, dude, when you're like someone like me who was like starting to take, like I said, like 11 years old, right? Had like your kind of experience by the time I was like 14, kind of changed my life forever. But like what you're talking about, that resilience when you come out of it and you felt like 10 men. Imagine that when you're 14 and you're like, fuck, did I just survive? Like, I thought my parents would put me in a body bag, dude. They were just trying to put me in bed and put the quilt over me. But I thought I was like literally getting zipped up in a body bag, dude. And like once that zip was up, it was game over, man. I was fighting out. I told the story on uh, Gaines' interview that night, the full like proper story about like how I tried to strangle my mother. I'm like 14 years old, man. Thought they were like trying to burn the house down. All she'd done is like burnt the pizza that was in the oven because she was like heating the pizza up and like she'd forgot about it dealing with me. So like there was a bit of smoke in the house from the oven. I thought they were trying to burn me alive in the house, trying to strangle me mother. She put the knife up at me balls. Like what are you talking about, dude? Like a, a really like horrendous bad trip. 14 well, years, man. Old, I went through that. Um, and like actually remember at the time, like there's a bit of a backstory to this, right? Like my girlfriend and I would sort of like semi broken up at the time. Um, but like she'd always been sort of pressuring me into uh, doing these mushrooms, right? And I was at this like reggae bar in uh, in Koh Samui in Thailand, and I'd, I'd come to like know the guy pretty well. Um, and uh, I was in there one day, and like they're, they're kind of seasonal in in Thailand mushrooms, right? Like you can only get them at certain times of the year. And I've been asking him on behalf of my girlfriend for a few weeks and stuff like this, and like he'd been, no, no, we don't have them, don't have them. And this one day, like as we were kind of going through this breakup, I was in this reggae bar, and he says, "Oh, by the way, like we've got these these shakes, right?" So I was like, "Okay." Um, so I was like, "Right, like I don't know, peace gesture or whatever. I'll, I'll get I'll get a couple of these shakes, and and I'll take them to my girlfriend." So he says, look, be, be careful with these, right? Because they're, they're strong. I was like, right, okay. Um, he said, like, the, literally, like, the last guy, like, or one, one of the last guys who bought these shakes ended up going for, like, a 12-kilometer swim out at sea. Um, and I had to get sort of, like, air rescued and all this kind of stuff. Like, he, like, really lost his mind. So I was like, right, right, okay. So anyway, like, he, he's making these shakes. Um, and he makes these two shakes and there's like a little tiny little bit like left, right? And he, he says, do you want to like try a bit? So I was like, yeah, okay. And he puts it in like a shot glass. So I try this shot glass and it's like mixed with like all kinds of like fruit, alcohol and all this kind of stuff, right? So I have this shot and it's like, tastes disgusting. And I jump on my on my little bike and I drive these two shakes over to my girlfriend's place. And by the time I get to my girlfriend's place, like I'm like, just from a shot of this stuff in, in 20 minutes, like I'm starting to get like the tiger stripes and stuff. Right. I'm like looking around and <laughs> shit, shit is like starting to happen. Right. So I'm like, Oh no, like this, this is not good. So anyway, like I, I take these shakes up to my girlfriend and she's like made up that I've got them. And like, we have like these two massive shakes and she only drinks like half of hers and she forces me to sort of drink the rest of hers. So I have like one and a half as a first time of these like massive, like super powerful Thai mushroom shakes. And, um, and yeah, obviously like I could completely overdid it. But I remember like after I'd sort of quote unquote broken my arm, I, um, I remember saying to her, like I felt like I was losing my mind. Like it was like it was taking like all all like my the strength, all my mental strength, to like keep this shit in check. And I was like, I was saying to her stuff like, I can see, I can I can see how somebody like if they weren't like on top of their shit could like really really lose it with with these kind of things. 
<laughs> by which point she was like getting freaked out. I like, probably thought I was going to kill her or something. Um, but man, yeah, it was, uh, it was a horrendous ordeal. Horrendous ordeal. Sorry, we've thought about it before. It's not. It's about the age at which you experience this. Like, because once you've had that at a young age, you can never, it never gets as bad as the baddest like time. Everything's always good from then on. And therefore, when you hit the really powerful stuff, dude, you can like let yourself go because you know, like where that other place like lies and is. And it's like, it's not where you are in that. Like ever since then, I've had like some of the craziest trips, man, dude. Like you've got no fucking idea of how out of it I've been, man. I took 150 uh, Liberty Cups and went to watch uh, the debut of uh, the the first release at the cinema of uh, Fight Club. You know Fight Club, dude. Go and watch that yeah. on 150 Liberty Cups, bro. Dry freezed. Oh my goodness! I'm not kidding you. We came out, dude. There was about five of us. We came out like end of the night, fighting each other in the car park, and that. That's how bad it was, like, dude. It's insane, man. It just sounds like like boys being boys though. Like I'm gonna keep it real. Like I feel like even if you weren't like, I feel like you guys probably would have still tried to fight each other, do your own little fight. Hundred percent. No. Hundred percent. Definitely. I think you got him. I think you called him. Called him on that band. Um, ah. I'm so glad the space is recorded. By the way, like uh, I'm really glad about that. That was a good trip. Though. That was a good trip. Hey, anyway, Jessica's uh, been very quiet about um. This whole conversation. Are you anti? Are you anti? Uh, you know, how do you feel about this subject? And if you want oh, to experience, see, here's the so, thing: when I when I, I eat rooms, I just hug myself. Yeah. I love myself. <laughs> I'm the squishiest thing. I'll watch a movie and tell myself how much I love me, and that and that and that's it. Like I'll just sit there hugging myself, <laughs> like I'm the softest. That's thing so sweet. <laughs> I do the thing with that we does, but it's the same. It's a little bit heightened with mushrooms. But go ahead. What were you going to say? No, I was going to say I just haven't done mushrooms forever. Like it's been so so long ago, and I feel like I don't have a great story. The like worst thing that happened to me, I think, was like the first time I tried mushrooms. I didn't actually think I was high. Like it didn't recognize at all that anything was going on so i was like oh these shrooms fucking suck i'm just gonna go drink this pack of mike's hard lemonade and play minecraft all night well um i was drinking condiments and not mike's hard so like there was an empty mustard bottle in the morning and i'm like uh okay <laughs> <laughs> no wonder it tasted like shit like <laughs> Oh, that's fucking hilarious. So the <laughs> I fucking hate mustard, too. <laughs> the mustard bottle. Jessica, the mustard bottle. I bet you were stinking for days. I bet you were cleaning your teeth four times a day. Oh, my God. Imagine. Like, it was so nasty. I'm just going to, I'm sitting here matching the art, like Jessica's mustard and beetle. What you reckon? <laughs> Did I ever tell you about my Spanish girlfriend? No, not though. I don't know if I told you about my Spanish girlfriend before, guys. Like, literally, the, the worst garlic breath I've ever known in my life. Like, seriously, like, even now, like, like with things like that, I'm like, I'll give a little pass. But, like, oh, my Jesus Christ almighty. This is like, you just, like, chewed on an entire, like, gigantic clove or something. Like, fuck, that relationship didn't last long. You just be like, listen, girl, I think you got a bad tooth. You're pretty, you're beautiful. Let's let's get that checked out and then go from there. 
Where's the worst garlic breath I've ever known in my life? Jesus, it nearly melted my face. Anyway, <clears throat> big bands, let's get back to serious stuff. Come on. Come on, well, let's we talk about friendship bracelets, right? And I'd like I apologize for sort of sending it down the mushroom route. Um but um like the the, the thing about the friendship bracelets, right, is I don't really get it's like everyone gonna have to like dox themselves for these friendship bracelets. Uh, what's going to happen now? Are they going to get into people? Are, they, are you going to send anybody a friendship bracelet? It's like you're going to have to have an address, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, actually, I had this idea once for like some kind of merch store and it sort of fell apart at the uh, the doxing people for their addresses stage, right? Um, and um, and then like, I think they, they've like got some sort of relation with Swift Protocol, right? Who seem to have claimed to have cracked this issue. But, Ultimately, like you know, what 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 price friendship, right? For sort of linking your wallet to your home address, um, you know, some, some sometimes like those are the kind of friends you don't need, right? Jessica, over to you. Are you KYC? Oh, Jessica, over to Jessica. Are you KYC in for a friendship bracelet from Noble? Uh, I mean, no, I am not going to. I think that. My name is already out there, so I'm not so worried about the verification, but like I'm not gonna do it for a fucking friendship bracelet, man. You're not gonna get my address for that. Hey Jessica, can I ask you a quick question? Uh where where are you working at the moment? Are you are you happy with uh, your current like uh, job or are you looking elsewhere? Are you looking like to move on in the dev field or what 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 you know plan? So I am kind of like loosely looking. I'll be very honest. I'm going to make sure no one else is here from my work. It does not look like it, uh, which is good. I'm like loosely looking. Um, Where I'm working is getting a little too corporate for me. So that's why I'm looking. Um, Really like the smaller uh, early stage type startups. So things that are founding, kicking off. Flipside's been established for mm, three or four years now. So once we get into like the, oh, you have a project manager who also has a project manager and that sort of layers of shit, like I'm out. So, and we're kind of getting there. You see, you see, Soy, Soy, that's what, that's what happens, Soy, when you don't go to the dark side. Have you seen that? That's when well, that's, you see that's, that's, that's why I was giving it the thumbs down. You know, you can never be too corporate. Um, <laughs> but, Dude, my um, project and- manager has a project manager. I'm being serious. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there's definitely, you know, um, too many layers. You can, you can have too many layers of project managers for sure. I'm just wondering, by the way, like, I, I think I know Flipside Crypto, I think from like the Osmosis Siberia. Is that you behind that account or is that another part of the corporation? Uh, like, I'm not behind the Flipside account myself. That would be a guy named Aaron who's really behind the account. But there's a Slack channel where almost everybody is like writing the tweets and then he just has final send off. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I knew, I, I knew the name from somewhere. If you had like a, an osmosis grant at some point, maybe flip side. Yeah. So we got a grant last year, I believe it was maybe about 13 months ago at this point from osmosis that lasted six months. And then we got funding through the community pool. Um, to continue our program for an additional nine. That nine months ends here in June. So we're already kind of having a war room about how we're going to get additional funding, what we're going to ask, 
through the community pool and what we're going to ask through grants. Because one of our biggest criticisms on our past proposal was that, oh, well, why aren't you asking grants for this? Or, and the other was like, what did you do for the community? You did a lot of things for the core team and that's great. And we did get better at like getting into the community. Like we're pretty active in the Osmosis Discord. Um, my bud Ian and I hang out there all the time. Like he's a governance contributor at Flipside. Um, really posting our results, really engaging with like the people who want to engage and that's cool. But we've still got this issue of explaining why we have to go to community pool funding. Like that ultimately will come up. And it's a little unfortunate that we just can't tell people. It's like, well, Amazon cloud services are fucking expensive and we have to host this stuff somehow which is the real truth. But what I think we're going to do is that we're going to ask the community pool for an entire year of um, just data maintenance. So keeping this stuff on and keeping this stuff free and accessible for like our end users. Of course, it's not free in the sense that someone's paying for it, but we like to think that it's not out of your own personal wallet. That's a lot better. Um, and then trying to fund special projects one by one through the grants program. And I'd actually love to hear opinions on that because, you know, that's mm. going to go to forums soon. We do act, we like, we care a lot what people think about that. And we do want to make sure that we can continue this program. So do want like opinions today are great. You can shoot me your opinion. You know, like you can DM it to me if you're listening. Um, or we're going to be like very vocal when this is on the forums because we don't want to fuck this up. Like, you know, we want to yeah. do the best thing we can do. It's, it's interesting timing for you. There's like, there's obviously a lot, I'm sure you're aware going on with osmosis and like they're sort of potentially redesigning their tokenomics and they have this issue right. of like a massive, like sort of demically huge community pool. Um, and obviously the token is absolutely hammered. Um, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I don't envy that task at all of, of, of no. community on osmosis in the next. No, years. it's a it's a difficult um, kind of landscape too. When we had the grant, we had actually just asked osmosis for a straight renewal, like not to go through the community pool. And the reason we went there in the first place too is that that's what Sunny told us to do. It was like this is a community pool project, not a grants project. Go 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 and. You know, I think that I'd get fucking slaughtered if I posted Slack messages from work, like on Twitter. But, you know, I do have those messages, like happy to attest to that. But, you know, other people at Flipside seem to think that the way to go is still going to be to ask for osmosis tokens and then stake it to a little bit of alpha. Um, our own validator, which we're going to push into the active set like this next week, I think. We're we're gonna see. I mean, I'm more pro like dollar cost averaging out of that, um, keeping it into something stable because ultimately, AWS, Snowflake, these big costs that we incur, um, aren't going to accept crypto. They're not gonna accept Osmosis, Bitcoin, or anything like ever probably. So, really kind of a shitty task, but it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. The, the whole thing is difficult. Yeah, ma'am. Uh, Coin Landing page wants you to check your DMs. You got some info uh, for you. Sweet. All right. He's got, got some info for me. Well, for yeah. me or for Jessica? 
Is he shilling again? Is he? You, we're doing a show and he's interrupting the shill. Is that what I'm hearing here? That's, Sorry, that's, no, that's no, 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 no. It's not. It's not shill. It's it's not shill. There's nothing. There's nothing in my DMs, so it was not for me. No, it's for sorry, for sorry, sorry. Oh, it's, it's, it's okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah, I, I'll um, I'll have a look. Um, but yeah, yeah. Back to back to the sort of the topic in hand. It was um, yeah, the the community pool and osmosis and that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's, it's a difficult thing. I mean, like one one bit of pushback I would give on 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 one thing that you said so far is that it's like you know it's not coming out of people's pockets. It in my opinion it is. Um, ultimately, you know, when you sort of ditch those tokens that you receive from the community pool, you're selling those against the liquidity on osmosis, which is basically coming out of the pockets of anybody who holds osmo. Um, right. So, like, that's um, that's that's one concept that I feel like people don't grasp enough of, and that people should appreciate when when considering community spends. Right. Um, let let me maybe phrase that more politely then. So we've got a direct competitor called Dune. And they beat us first to market, like in Ethereum, and really were like slaughtering us for the longest time. If you want their premium plan, or you want to download any data, then it's a credit card sign up, and you have to pay them. They've got meme tier pricing, at least sixty nine dollars a month, but then the next tier is four twenty. So, you know, we're not doing that, is what I should say. We are asking stakers of the protocol with the community pool spend to support us. And to at least say, like, hey, we're worthy of this spend. Of course, like selling out does hurt. Um, the current flip side plan is to not sell those tokens. It's to stake it to our validator and then use the yield to support our program, um, which I don't know if that's more positive or not. I am trying to get some wording in there and in our proposal, because I think that this would build trust, is to say, like, hey, this is staked we will stake this with a multi-sig. And if the community thinks that we are doing a shit job, you guys can undelegate it to us via another prop at any time. Yeah, that, that's actually uh, the Gedikian uh, method. I think that's being commonly referred to at the moment. Um, yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's uh, like, the, ultimately, there's, there's all kinds of ways to, to spin it, right? Um, yep. It's almost like various different degrees of separation from, you know, where where the fund is actually coming from, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, it's a very popular way to do it, to go down the validator route. But ultimately, it comes down to tokens being sold against the liquidity. Um, and and that, that is, that's basically reflected in, in price reductions of anybody who holds Osmo. Um, yep. So, like, you know, things need to be funded. People need to pay for things. If something's a public good that needs to be paid for, then then yeah, for sure, it's a one way of going about it. Um, I just don't like this this idea of people pretending that it's not costing anybody anything. Oh no no no! Regarding the funding individual of individual projects, I think the Juno Growth DAO just made a tweet about uh, wanting feedback, as Jessica wanted on the. In funding of individual projects, I think it's the right way to go. Also, Jessica. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I really want to like get Flipside involved with Juno. I've got some internal pushback from some other people, like at Flipside, saying, "Oh, you know, the Juno community is uh, demanding." Is basically what they said. Like, we're going to have to be very, very active over there to keep them happy, and they're pretty like spread out in opinion and. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, if we're going to be a Cosmos ecosystem data provider and we're going to be like the one 
we're going to have to add Juno. And that's just a fact. So definitely going to check out and give feedback to the growth DAO because that could honestly be a great fit for us. And I think other projects need to as well. So that's like Juno's whole thing, right? You're going to be a smart contract platform. You need projects. No one's really building because they want that money. Yeah, incubating. Juno yeah, incubating. incubating. Jessica, what do you think? Well, talk about incubating. Jessica, what do you think about the current competition that's uh, obviously like bursting onto the scene with like Migaloo, with Archway, uh, with obviously Neutron? You've got these like public permissionless chains now. I mean, like it is, is I mean, Juno's obviously dropping like updates for fun. Reese is already like about to drop 15, V15 on Testnet, right? Yeah. Like, it's, I, I can't even keep up with Reese's upgrades right now. I mean, no. what, what do you think? Are Juno ahead of the competition or are they going to become antiquated in a very short space of time with like Archway, Neutron, etc.? I think that that is going to depend on tokenomics and pathway to funding with things like Archway and Neutron. Um, that's my big beef with Juno is that the whole ecosystem really, there's a lot of things like if you're coming in, you're new to Juno, it's not clear how you navigate the ecosystem as it is clear how you would navigate within Ethereum or within a layer two or Solana or whatever. Um, a big beef of mine with a lot of Cosmos projects actually is like, what's a community pool spend versus a grant and how does the community react to this? It can be very difficult and it can be very intimidating. So if someone I think solves that problem and has a very like clear guide, Juno will become antiquated. But as for now, they still maintain that first mover advantage in the ecosystem. So, you know, if no one does anything more, then I still think Juno will be around. Interesting. Interesting. Sorry. Any rebuttal or agreement or what? I don't think there's anything to rebut. It's an opinion, right? Yeah, you know what I mean about though. Like with the yeah. emergence of these new, I mean, you're public and permissionless smart contract platform. I mean, you must be. Are you biased or what? Um, I, I try not to be. You know that. Um, like you know, uh, we talked about this before. Like I, I'm a community member well, first. That right, the question is, the, the question is, is June or doing enough to keep up? Yes or no? Right now, with these developments, thirteen, fourteen, and into fifteen. Now on testnet shortly. I have, I, honestly, honestly, I have absolutely no idea what 12, 13, 14, and 15 are. I don't know what they are. I have no idea. Like, I'm so busy with, with all kinds of stuff. Okay, okay, okay. Well, the fee yeah. sharing, I mean, you know, the archway things, like the prop value, proper law. Bruce will contradict me because he knows more than me. Uh, the value prop is, like, built around the, like, uh, the rev the yeah, yeah, yeah. sharing model. Yeah. yeah. Juno's yeah. implemented on the 13. Uh, 14's already, I think, that's, is that live? 14? I think they've just dropped that, right? Like, it's so, it could come in so quick, the development on Juno now races there. I mean, are they, are they going to front-run everyone? Or, or, like, literally, are they going to become antiquated, like I asked Jessica? I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. Um, there's there's obviously, like, you know, certain parallels um, between, like, Juno and Archway and... Um, Neutron and all these kind of like Cosmos and smart contract platforms. Um, in fact, actually, like I, um, I got invited to be a moderator for a um, a Cosmosm Reddit page, right? Which is basically like a, a collaboration between all these chains. There's going to be, I think, Jake from Juno, me from Neutron, 
a um, couple of guys from Archway, um, and basically any sort of, I, I've, I've invited uh, one of the Osmosis guys as well, and we're just basically sort of going to collaborate and, and grow the pie, right? Um, you know, hopefully sort of bring in some some Solidity devs over to Cosmosm, um, and and sort of like you know come together and try and try and grow the pie that way. So it's, it's not all about competition and and competing and and you know trying to outdo each other and and all this kind of stuff. Um, there is some element of collaboration and trying to grow the pie. Uh, so so will will Juno become irrelevant? Probably not. You know, it has, Juno Juno's USP is is basically this sort of this idea, this ideology of of it being community driven, right? More so than than the other platforms who are potentially you know more more VC. Um, romanticism, uh, romanticism. Sorry, I described Juno as this like romanticism, this like free spirit that burns in all of our like hearts or souls. It's like very hard to quantify. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, and so you know, you know, you got B bands up there listening to Whitney Houston, so there's obviously like a little bit of a you know, is going to want a bit of a bit of Juno, right? And so, um, and so, yeah, like everyone's got a bit of romantic in them, and they'd like to see Juno succeed on like a, on a purest level, right? But then we have like you know practicalities of the whole thing and people need money right and um and we'll see all that kind of plays out but, but short answer no i don't think they'd be irrelevant at all uh, i think there'll always be a, a special place in people's hearts with juno yeah that was an interesting one when we had that like unrecorded airs i think it was i don't even think it was a space i think it was a discord chat and the shit talk and rack one i think bruce you were there weren't you when uh it was a truth who's saying like well Fuck it, why don't they like just like do a new Juno, like blah blah blah, like drop it like exactly the same, blah blah blah, this and that, but without like and we were like, dude, you, you don't realize like, that that time and place in history is gone. Like it ain't gonna work. Like this this the people actually think you could do another Juno again. Nah, bro, you can't. You've got this one or nothing. And I mean, I'm not gonna say Migaloo's out to steal a lunch, but like the fucking certainly look like they're gonna try. Let's see what they do with the block time. Block times is the next war, in my opinion, like between, especially if you look at like who's coming out with like Archway, blah, blah. Hey, sorry, your six seconds. I think I asked this the last time. Sorry, right? Your six seconds block time, right? No, I think we're more like three. Uh, we're trying to get it down to two as well. Are um, you? Okay. Yeah. There's like, um, basically, we have like a, a dress rehearsal, um, I think early next week for like the launch of the Neutron Chain. Uh, and there's various different sort of tweaks getting put into that. And um, yeah, a bit of Alfie for you. I think we're basically trying to get the, the block, te- block time down to two seconds. Um, yeah. And obviously you've got like the likes of Say who are, you know, potentially coming in with all kinds of like uh, crazy, crazy numbers on block times. Right. And they, actually, yeah, no, 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 no. They're, they're not validators are not looking at Say favorably. And I did invite Moll up. Uh, yeah. Moll, I don't know if you want to come in about block time. We don't don't normally do this. But SEER Network, validators are slagging them off in private, dude, on unrecorded spaces. Yeah, like- I've, I've heard bits and pieces about that. You know, it's all, at the end of the day, you know, for for, for what you're gaining in speed, you're also uh, sort of gaining in, in, in storage capacity, right, and, and setup costs all right. and all this kind of, kind of stuff. And so, um, so yeah, there's... there's <sighs> there's you know you can't you can't get around these things you know so like i guess like speed is ultimately dependent on on advancements in in storage technology basically you only need half second block times like if you're like talking about like proper like full-on order books uh market well, orders like full-on like, like 
this is the thing well, in, in 2023 you know like how quickly do i need to stake my tokens you know it, it's no it's about the trading, not only that it's about the trading right well it's yeah about, it is about the trading it's a very specific use case right and, and i know like say says uh, like a, a sector specific blockchain right um but like this this whole speed thing it doesn't apply to everything like maybe for gaming as well um but like for most things you do on a blockchain you don't need like 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 0.5 second block times and that kind of stuff do you no but when you mentioned like the video there don't confuse that rendering layer with like your block time it's like what can what what can you do within that particular period of time like how much computing power can you put into it there's a big difference with like the rendering stuff to like the DeFi stuff yeah sure i don't know does it get gonna have maybe i also think <laughs> that fast block time is gonna gonna play an important role in the development of web3 in general well i'll i'll i'll, I'll press a preface this sorry Pre- preface i should say that's the verb i'll preface this for uh jessica a little bit jessica obviously we've got the raccoon casino and block time you know is an important thing for us because it's all about like the dopamine hit on the slots and stuff you know so uh, before we had to go into two block times because of the exploit now we're back into one but it's still like six seconds from like hitting the slot to your thing coming in you know a, right. second block time, a two second block time that's a big difference to us but that's again like from what you know your expertise like this high level DeFi, these order books uh being able to execute uh, the market orders especially if you're going to offer like a market order blah blah like half right. second block times, how imperative is this kind of shit in like the DeFi world compared to like just standard shit we do on the casino? I mean, my personal take on if it's important in the DeFi world really is going to p- depend on liquidity and volume, right? So if you've got a lot, a lot of volume and you're trying to get a competitive order in above others, then maybe this quick block time can benefit you, but until that comes, I think it's a little bit irrelevant. So most of the DeFi, even on Solana, doesn't take um, the less than half second block time into account. Like it's it's not really like leveraging it. It's and I guess too, like look at all the DeFi on Ethereum. Ethereum's notoriously pretty slow, so doesn't seem to have much effect over there either. An interesting one, isn't it, Jessica? They these validators like we've been speaking to, like like Null is one of the biggest like opponents. No, nope. they're like they're like they can't even imagine the amount of hard drives they're going to have to go through like a half a second block time. You know, it's uh yeah no, it's going to be um pretty rough. I mean, we've been on the testnet over there too, and God, it's just been hard keeping that thing on. To be honest, um, so gonna be a little bit of a wild west i think for a while we get into the shit like we do for solana validators where that is just expensive like the costs are through the roof of running a validator and you see people like drop in and out all the time because they think it's like oh this is an easy way like i get a little bit of stake i'll make money yeah sure but you're spending most of that money or even more than that to keep the thing on so it's going to be very interesting. Sorry, sorry to put in. I was, I was going to say, like, it brings me back to what you were talking about at the beginning with with Solana and the community and all that kind of stuff, and you you were heavily involved there. Like, yeah. uh, one question was like, does does the sort of the speed of the network, like, has that been what the the Solana community has has basically been built on the back of? 
because uh, that was sort of like the USP, wasn't it, right back in the day? It was kind of like the USP back in the day. And I think that there were some things that were built on the speed of the network or like that were sold to be on the speed of the network. I personally don't think anybody has fully leveraged that. I've never seen any application on Solana or any other protocol that I've gone like anywhere that I've gone like, wow, this could really benefit if you sped it up or like, hey, this ETH protocol would benefit if you moved it to Solana because it's so much faster. Um, what I think that they really bank on is just how cheap it is to transact against Ethereum and against some of these other networks. So like, all right, you do a transaction on Cosmos, you pay a cent, you do a transaction on Solana, you pay like, I don't know, a percent of a cent, you know, it's, it's very, very cheap. It's still an order of magnitude cheaper, but I don't think it has much impact. They like to compare themselves against Ethereum and that's, you know, at this point, I just don't think that's going to happen. It's going to be hard to take the big dog down. It is substantially cheaper than there. Yeah, but, so, but I think this almost sort of makes, makes my point. I'm, I'm just really kind of curious about the Solana community, to be honest with you, because like no one can doubt that the, the Solana community has been really strong. And and yeah. I have like sort of two theories that either it's it's basically come from a load of people who've done like a hundred X um and and you know married their bags completely. Or right. it's basically come from this sort of like perception of, of the importance of speed uh in, in blockchain. Because like the the I mean Cosmos basically I, I don't know exactly what the, the different difference is in, in terms of like transaction fees, but you know, Cosmos is is as cheap compared to Ethereum as Solana, right? But right. like Cosmos never got anywhere near the traction of, of Solana. So it's kind of fascinating to me that, you know, you're talking about Solana potentially not even leveraging the, the sort of the, the speed that it theoretically right. has. And yet, you know, here we are and Cosmos is where it is and Solana is where it is. Um, I just find the whole the whole thing fascinating. Yeah. I think that personally, I know many more people who did the... 100x and married their bag you know they bought in the first time around at the like one to five dollar mark and they wrote it all the way up to 250 um then i do who are speed experts today or like really professing that it's better for speed um gotta be honest like the first time i bought solana it was sitting at around a dollar fifteen, and I bought it because I liked the colors on the logo, which was really a brainlet thing to do. But it worked out, and that was kind of like me getting into the community. Um, bought Cosmos for a much different reason the first time, is because I read the white paper and felt really stupid the first time I read it. So I was like, "Oh, these guys must be smart. That makes sense." Um, but you know, I really think it is like bag marriage over there. But there are people who are thinking about speed and think that it even needs to be faster. So there's this project called um, Jump. It's by Jump. It's called Fire Dancer. And basically what it is, is it's a, I don't want to misspeak because it's not like a Solana virtual machine, but it's a light client that will speed up the network even further. And people are very, very excited about this. But personally, I've got no idea why. Like, what's it going to be used for besides just touting numbers? Yeah, um, but like I said, I just had this sort of feeling as well that, like, like you say, touting numbers—is it really that important? But the question is, like, does it really matter? Like, as long as like enough people believe it, that you know, it can be like a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Um, oh yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, but I just just wanted to get your insight on that. Robbo's uh, had his hand up for a while. What, what are you saying, Robbo? <laughs> uh, well, actually, I've been hanging out with like Liz the Diz a little bit, and uh, with Casper uh, and a few of the others, the proper like hardcore like Solana uh, NFT junkies. And just because like you're talking about Solana, I've been like hanging around over there for like what two and a half, three weeks or something like just like. Late night, you know what I'm like. I'm on Bangkok time, so like all the youngsters sleeping while Robbo's like surfing the spaces. Man, they're hardcore, like dedicate. Like people might think Solana NFTs might be dead. Are they? Fuck, they've got like proper. Uh, Jessica, you know the the wolves. Is it the wolves? Yeah, they're foxes. Yep, sorry, yep. The, foxes. the foxes. No, no, it's the foxes, right? Oh, the you know, famous the fox bird. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those guys that I've been hanging around in there. Uh, the, this is the JavaScript coffee and crypto with uh, Clutch and Casper uh, and a few others, and obviously like B bands and Bruce and them. They know this that is right. Fuck these guys, yeah, yeah. proper hardcore. Like the Solana oh, yeah. boys, the hardcore boys are hardcore, right? Oh yeah, I was like foxes are hardcore. People and monkeys are hardcore. Like there's some crazy people in Solana NFTs. I've been in the DMs where uh, Casper and Clutch and that, like on Discord and that, and having a bit of crack. It's pretty good. Uh, but B bands, have we got a room reset or what? I don't have a room reset. I'm sorry. I I'm multitasking. I saw. Right. I'm sorry. I can, I'm hear, sorry. I can hear Andrew in the background. I can hear. Right, Bruce, quick reset. Uh, and then I know exactly where this conversation is going to go. Uh, Bruce, what's happening in the nest about free NFTs? I mean, if Jessica missed last week, we'll, we'll send out that. You know, an honorary one from last week. But Bruce, explain about this alpha drop in the nest, please, dude. The free or the second of ten of it. Yeah, well, well, well. Okay, so if you go up in the nest, if you go to the fourth tweet in the nest, it's a link to alpha.omniflix. And these are limited soul bound NFT drops RegFM has uh, are producing in co in yeah, cooperation with our artists and Beto and Omniflix. And it's an interactive video. You gotta go in there, do the thing. And when it's all closed down and you can't fucking get it anymore, it will be dropped to your Omniflix wallet. And it's a, it's number two out of a series of ten. And you gotta you really, really, really wanna collect all ten. That's all I can say right now. But said good enough, Robo. Are you happy? That was perfect. Uh, did Soy did Soy get his last week or what? Did I get my what? I, I, I'm doing the bands. I'm sort of multitasking here. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. If you get your one of uh, one of ten NFT drop from the Reg FM collection, I don't know. I didn't send anybody a wallet address, so probably probably not. Nah, it's an interactive thing you have to do on Netflix. It's a little video. I did not do that. Oh, that's a shame. At least he's honest about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think maybe Robo's going to hook you up. Burned. I burned the last copy tonight. Like, I burned the original asset tonight. That's it. They're out there in the wild. I set up tonight. I, I tweeted. I burned it. Oh, I love it. I love it. That's <laughs> perfect. But no, but on the spaces, I mean, uh, B-Bands, you asked me to send one to Nitro. Is it Nitro, Nitro? What, what's his name? Her name, Nitego. Her, her name, Nitego. Sorry, I thought it was Nitro or something. And my eyes are not very really good, though. Close. 
not very close, but me, I, I didn't have my glasses on. I, I didn't find my glasses for two days this week, B-Bands. Uh, B-Bands, I sent that one. Did you How ask did you if, get around? Did you ask if she got it? Oh, um, I I'll ask her now. Hold on. <laughs> I had to do the whole thing again. I had to like, okay, so I did the whole metadata, but I just added it like the collection so it doesn't know any different. Like the mint, it just minted it in concession, like, so the all is okay. like one. Yeah. But it's not easy. Like, what you've got to do with Omniflix is, I figured this out, I told you, didn't I, in the DMs. You have to, like, just go and upload it as if it's new, and then it recognises it as being original. Because when you click in the one that you want to do, it all depends if they're in non-minted assets or minted assets. Like, it's a, it's a right cunt. Like, you, you have to, like, exactly know what you're doing with Omniflix or it's going to piss you right off. Anyway, guys. Please grab this one. Jessica Soy, if you didn't grab it, just DM me an Omniflix address. If there's anybody in this room listening live now, DM me personally on Roboverse Web3, you know me. DM me Omniflix and I might be at the retreat for the last couple. Jessica, I have a question. Did you get did you um do you fool around with Arbitrum? Uh yeah, I did. Did you so did you get the did you get a drop? Oh yeah, of course. Oh man, I love I love hearing that. It makes me so happy. Such a nice drop, too. Oh, it was. It was. Um, I, I I wish they would do more, but I think that they're done. Oh shit. I yeah, I was like, I think Arbitrum's dr- done, but if you want to keep fooling around on layer twos, I think that zk sync is going to be up next. Oh yeah, I and, yeah, I already yeah, yeah I did it. I yeah, got, awesome. I got the mint. I, I a year ago when it first came out, I put in I transferred some monies. I did all that, and then um, I'm I'm doing the Starknet one right now. Ah, yeah, that's probably another good one. I don't know as much. I'll as... send you the link. There's a whole thread that I have. Yeah, with kind sweet. of what you can do. I'll send you the link for that one. But yeah, they yeah. have that one, and I'm so I'm super excited about that. They they even have it where you can like host um uh like like uh earn 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 some of the Starknet. i'm trying to figure out how to do it but um i'm no idea there yeah i'll but, send you the link for both of them and then i'll show you yeah yeah i can maybe drop a little alpha here is a little birdie with very reputable sources told me that the zk sync snapshot is not taken free alpha bay bands oh yeah i'd like i, I meant it i meant it. well for the zk sync right I'm, I'm sorry he's on the phone i gotta be quiet yeah for the zk sync I want to be on B-Bands' mailing list for Starknet as well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you notice, though, we're talking about, like, free, like, worthless, like, NFTs, and then these are like, just shut up, can, can we get back to the Dijon stuff? Like, the women just taking control, like, shut the fuck up, you pleb fucking soy boys. Uh, about this time, B-Bands, about this time, we normally bring people up, don't we? We've got some right cool people in the audience. Yes. Can we ask, before we do this, can we ask about uh, AI? Because, like, oh, my God, I'm sick of hearing about it. But we might as well hear Jessica's opinion on AI because, like, we've heard everybody else's fucking opinion. Jessica, yeah, what do you think about AI? Are you happy? Do you like it? I mean, I think it's kind of creepy, but at the same time, I'm leveraging it to do a lot of my day-to-day job so I can spend more time doing stuff like this. So, <gasps> so how are kind you of using both the way- Can you tell me how you... I had an AI so, space last night, so I was like listening to the different ways yeah, yeah, using totally. AI and stuff. So can you tell me? Yeah, totally. So one of the things that I do a lot at Flipside is that I will curate data models. 
And I've been using it. I've been training it like with some of our raw base layer tables, um, just so it learns the data structure. And then once it really understands that, it can actually spit out a model with the columns I want. It can write all of the SQL for me. So I've been doing a little prompt engineering there, um, really cutting down on like what I have to think about because we already have structures on, say we're adding a new chain. We are, I'm not sure I'm at liberty to say what yet because it hasn't been announced, but you know, it's another EVM. So we are, we already know like this is what an EVM table looks like. We're not gonna change it, that would suck. So we just give it the table structure, we give it the data, it does my job and it is so sick. And I'm also using it a little bit for um, front-end dev on a personal project. So I suck at CSS. Like, you know, I know how to write it to a certain extent, but once it comes down to, oh, you know, we need this grid or this Flexbox type layout, I want this like particular item in here and I want it to behave like blah, blah, blah. It never goes to plan. It's almost like dragging a picture in a Word document for me. So I've been kind of leveraging it to help me out there and like make the front end not look like shit and also kind of debug some of my code. So, you know, I'll give it a snippet of code that's not behaving as expected. I'll ask it, it's like the code is, or I'll tell it, uh, the code's doing this or it's exporting, outputting like XYZ, I wanted it to do ABC. Um, can you find the issue and can you fix it? So super great with that sort of stuff. We're also going to build a tool at Flipside that leverages AI um, because there are different SQL query engines. We use Snowflake. Our direct competitor uses Spark and is transitioning to their own. And we think they suck. So we're going to use AI, teach it their new query language and tell people it's like, hey, the AI can copy. You can drop your query into this AI like backed program from our competitor and it'll output what it should look like on ours. And we're just going to use that as a migration tool. It's such a powerful tool. Last night I spent uh, uh, we spent a couple hours listening to how Straylight uses AI and some and moles and, you know, just finding out so much about how AI thinks that um, it's awesome because Mole was saying that it thinks um, dimensionally. It doesn't think the way like linearly the way we think, like it thinks like multidimensionally. And I just, that's so exciting to hear um, how powerful that tool is. I, I'm, I need to start using it more so I can like, I don't know. I, I'm actually trying to figure out how I want to use it. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't even know how I'd, I'd want to use it for myself. I know for content and stuff, but the way you guys are using it is like way, way, way above my smooth brain. <laughs> I tried to have, I tried to have it write a Twitter thread and it was like absolutely a brainless shit to your thread. So I think it does need a little bit of work on natural language output still. I'm not sure that it's going to replace content creation quite yet. Probably could replace Cosmic Validator's content, but not much better. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh, your woman's lethal. Did you just call him Streetlight? I'm sure I heard Streetlight there when you were talking about Straylight. Did you call no, him Streetlight? I, no, no, That's never. never. So it, it, it was Straylight. At least I called star him bright, Starlight. Do I see no. a Straylight in the audience tonight? No, Starbright. Uh, Starbright was all right, but Streetlight, come on, woman. That's it. That's not very nice. That's not what I said. 
<laughs> kind of believe hey wait it gets to that stage of the night though it's like shall we like bring people up or not i kind of wait to like pump this uh ambido uh honestly this nft oh man it's so good if you know like sheldon if you know like what he's doing where he's at they like that oh it's so good b bands have you you've seen it haven't you did you go on the discord and look on that for your yes. eyes did you see how good yes. is ambido right now how good is ambido right now it keeps getting oh. better and better the art just keeps getting better and better Fuck, he's on fire, isn't he? And I just then, want to inform the audience that uh, if you want to listen to that AI space B-Benz just talked about, go up in the nest. I'm going to listen afterwards, that's for sure. Some serious Giga Brain stuff happening. And I brought my little tinfoil hat and was throwing my little tinfoil hat thoughts in there. And, and it was it was fun. Yeah, what's uh, Funky? Funky's giving uh, soy shit, is he, in the, uh, in, the, in the chats underneath or what? Is that right, sorry? I think he's giving the Manchester weather a bit of shit, uh, but it's, it's well deserved. It's well, well deserved. So are, you, are you coming on a plane or what? Are you heading over here or what? You know, Jessica, I live in the sun, darling. Do you know Robbo lives in the sun or what? Oh, lucky you. Oh, I'll scorch you. It's, it was like 38 degrees yesterday, man. I thought I, mean, I, thought I was going to die at one stage. Ridiculous. Yes. Come on, it's only 30. That's like 88 Fahrenheit. Sounds oh, so look nice. Look who's up, Funky. I'm at the, Funky's in the house. I'm at the gym. Let me, I'm going to come right back. And I'm, on, I'm on my last set. That's why I haven't been up here. I'm at the gym. Well, you got to get your set in, time. man. Finish that. More important. Here we go. He's Mia. Mia, have you got a question for either Soy or uh, Jessica? Uh, well, this is just a general question. Um, actually, uh, well, for B-Bands or, or Sawyer, a- anyone, I was just trying to figure out what is the cheapest way to move um, USDC from uh, somewhere in the cosmos to um, Polygon. And I was looking at the Axlar, the satellite bridge, like they, they were wanting to charge like eight, ten, ten dollars to move like, you know, a hundred bucks a USDC. So I was like, there's got to be an easier way or just go through Coinbase, but I'd, I'd prefer not to do that. So I just want to. So, so if you just send it to the wallet, I, I'm going to send to you in your DMs. I'll fix it for you. Okay. You can just like switch it out. Nah, that was a joke, bro. Uh, yeah. Because I mean, it's like if, if I have USDC like on um, Terra, or you know osmosis like you've got to go through a bridge somehow to get it to polygon you know so i was just wondering does anyone like have a preferred bridge or um just you got to go all the way out of the ecosystem just any ideas nah, the, the easiest way like the, the easiest way in my opinion to be able to get on like something like polygon is just to like send like like straight from like somewhere like gate or something like just send stuff like centralized exchange. Yeah, straight straight like, from like, the exchange. Yeah, that's right. That's what I was thinking. It's just a couple. I was just trying to save a couple steps of having to just, you know, move stuff back over to, uh, you know, the exchange. Yeah. Did you try Squid Router? No, I didn't. I know that there was another one I used like last year. I can't remember what it was, but there was another like uh, some type of converter that I used, and I couldn't remember what it was, but it wasn't that expensive. Maybe. Yeah, I was gonna say I think Squid's gonna be like a dollar fifty, but it might have been Gravity. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, no big deal. Just trying to figure out, but um, yeah, would like to uh, be able to um, 
just have some funds and you know if if i'm gonna start doing some stuff on magic eden you know you gotta have some funds over there you know anyways jessica i i was really impressed with your knowledge as far as uh ai and what you're using it for i think the more and more people use it the more comfortable they're going to get with it and that's like kind of like b bands like i want to play around with it is um i know the chat g the chat gpt is not that hard you just got to download it onto your browser right that's that's the easiest step to play around with the yeah i mean chat gpt all you have to do is create an account you don't even have to download anything yeah and there's like there's the subscription based one but then there's if you, the starter the starter is just free the, the, right yeah okay yeah so the starter one is the version three it's not quite as good as the paid um and i think that you have some rate limit so i think that you get like 25 questions in a span of three hours before it resets yeah it'll time you out like after 25 questions you have to wait you don't don't you have to wait like yeah you have to mm -hmm. yeah all right cool well i might just start playing around with that because I, I know a lot of people will, like who are interested in learning code or like want to just do basic coding stuff will just kind of play around with that just to do some some basic stuff but i don't know yeah i actually think it's a complete game changer for coding education too because you can ask it a question or you can have it teach you a new language a new library whatever um and really walk you through it like you're five and it's been absolutely amazing for me like just learning a new package and being able to run with it and get it into something i'm building within a couple hours where previously it was like all right read the documentation chew glass like yeah <laughs> hope it works fail awfully go ask stack exchange like it really takes that workflow out so it's like having I'm your, excited it's, to, it's like having your own online tutor or you know someone that can your own online teacher i guess yeah like almost everybody will pop into discords and be like yo i need a coding mentor can you help me out can you help me out yeah. well you've got one it's called chat gpt yeah. and it's amazing it's available on your time it doesn't talk shit do you do you pay for the subscription have you upgraded or with yeah i upgraded so I was previously paying like $10 a month for something called GitHub Copilot, which was basically their AI that will um, work in any type of code editor and it'll auto-complete based off of your language and what you're building and past things that you've built. So it'll see similarities, but I'm finding that ChatGPT is actually doing a lot better job. So I just switched over. Wow. Cool. Well, thanks a lot. That kind of, yeah, it's just a matter of getting in there and doing it, you know, finding the time and uh, playing around with it, I guess. Um, real quick, before I forget, Jessica, um, I can't send you a message. Your like DM thing doesn't. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I will. I'll, um, I'll send you. I will give you a follow and then um, send you a message because I just have it off for people that I'm not following. I think I was getting some creepy DMs for a while, so I was kind of done with that. Yeah, Jessica for the plebs. Is that that's when you got your DMs open, you get all the plebs, right? Well, I got a couple wiener picks, and I was like, I'm I'm done seeing Aww. these silly little boys <laughs> with a like a chip a lot of darling with a chip a lot or a jumbo sausage. It was a it was like a little one. Chip a lot, a little cocktail, yeah. yeah, a little cocktail wiener. Cocktail sausage. 
Do you know something? That's, and some that's thigh nuts, of, right? <laughs> yep. It's like, wow, I want that. I'm sure your 72 followers do too. This is so great. <laughs> oh my God. It's what never anybody with a big account. It's like never anybody who's popular that goes and does that. Well, uh, Coinland and Page, he, he came in earlier. I know he'll have to wait a minute soon. Coinland and Page, hello, mate. Yeah, I actually just came up to uh, ask the same thing as B-Bands did, uh, if you could uh, send me like a, a DM, because I'd like to talk about sharing data, if that's possible. Do you collect only on-chain data or also off-chain data? So we have stayed with on-chain, but a little more flipside alpha here as well is that we're integrating a new UDF in our platform where any API will be available and you can pull it in yourself. Um, but we are looking to expand a little bit into off-chain data. We're just not sure where we're going first. So I'm just gonna go and hit your DMs right now about that. Right, that would be really nice. This guy just had an operation like two days ago and he, he just knows no fucking chill, does he? I think it was yesterday. Yesterday, he had, yeah, yeah. he had an operation yesterday. He's got no fucking chill, this guy. My goodness. Amazing. Well, I just sent Coinland a DM, so we can start this conversation. Oh, you might have to get a restraining order in about the next fucking two months. Like, I don't yeah, know. You, 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 you send it to him first, but like, I don't know, girl. You should have sent it to me first because. <laughs> I definitely got chill. Hey, I've oh. got I've got your DM open now, too. When band, when she slips in your DMs, darling, when she slips in your DMs. <laughs> funky, go on, Funky. We're getting funky now, aren't we? Got him, got him. Yes, yes, sir. Jam. Um, done with the gym. I've really enjoyed this conversation. Let me just start there. Jessica, I am always happy to meet new people. I think this is the first space we've ever been in together, and I learned a ton just listening to you, and I'm super interested in everything that you had to say. So I, yeah, thank I, you. I really wasn't bringing up the sun thing. I, you had mentioned it in the space the other day. I was really trying to, when you were talking about like Archway and Juno and Neutron and just like that, it's not all about competition. One of our co-founders calls it co-opetition. Like, you know that they're your competition, but you want to work together because it's going to help the big picture. It's going to help everybody in the ecosystem when you're working together. So, I mean, I totally get that. There's a, a creative friction that happens between groups that are working on similar projects, which can be nice if it's harnessed the right way. Um, also, the conversation about mushrooms. So I, I'm sorry to go all the way back there, Robo, <laughs> but I'm actually going to Amsterdam in a couple of weeks. And uh, I've never done mushrooms in my life. I've always been super, super curious because I've been a meditator now for almost 14 years. I've always wanted to try it just to kind of more deeply explore my inner states. And uh, I'm, I'm a that kind of it has to do with context. And I'd rather be at home and, you know, someplace safe because, uh, you know, I don't want to have a, you know, a, as, as a... As amusing as I found Soy's story, I don't want to have that episode around a bunch of people on King's Day. How, how old are you? How old are you, brother? I'll be, I'll be, I'll be 48 this year. So, I mean, I, I'm I don't not care. Listen, that worried I'm about it. And yeah. Have you been to Amsterdam before? I'm going to be very honest with you. Listen, no. have you been to Amsterdam before? No. Yes or no? Right, okay. No. If you haven't no. been, like, I've been to Amsterdam 11 times. I've tripped off my head there. I know what to expect around the dark corners, right, right. Like, if you haven't, like, been there before, experience it, and then you expect to get mushrooms there the first time, that's not a great idea. 
if you really no, I don't think it is either. If you really want to experience a real like 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 mushroom trip, if you need to go to somewhere like Gili Trawangan, like on a tropical island where like that's where like everybody on the island is just on shrooms and like once you see them, you're just like at home and everything's fine. You can turn into an orangutan, so you know as the crab. Like, dude, you didn't want to be taking them in Amsterdam. Put it up. That's not the place to do it, like, for the first time. No. I mean, there no, are plenty of people and having that. I was worried. There's plenty of people having that episode in Amsterdam, though. You can just see it in the red light district. It's amazing. Yeah, but there's, like, also dark, dark, very dark corners with, like, you know, oh, dark yeah. lurking in the middle of Amsterdam. Like, like, it's just like it can freak out if you're not used to it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, like, I depending say, like, on where you're in Amsterdam, there was like, um, like I don't know, like a twenty-stone woman, like suggestively eating a pot noodle, like in a, <laughs> I don't know, in, in wearing lingerie. And I don't, oh you definitely God. don't want to see that on mushrooms. That that would send you into a <laughs> way worse treatment than what I went on. Fucking pot noodle, a pot noodle, like the the Americans will call it ramen, like out of a plastic pot. And yeah, that was like that, that was, that was uh, that, I think that was her like her thing. Was it, it the just chicken and mushroom? Was it the chicken and mushroom or the? Uh, well, it wasn't the bomb it, bad boy. It, it, wasn't it was it, mate. It was a full on golden wonder chicken and mushroom with a green pot, and oh. she was just sat there as though like this was sort of like going to bring in the, the you know the the business. Wait, Dude. she was a prostitute. <laughs> Lovely. Imagine yeah. if it was a Bombay bad boy. Imagine that man. There'd be a blowout at some time during the night. Because the pot noodle, if anyone knows, the pot noodle company or the Golden Wonder, whoever it was, brought them out. It was called the Bombay bad boy. I tell you what, you couldn't sit down for fucking three days. So can you remember them back in the day? Um, yeah, I think so. I'm showing my age. You know, if you Google, Bruce will be on the go. Bruce is the fact checker, man. It's a, it was called the Bombay Bad Boy. My goodness me. The first time I had one, I was crying. E, honestly, I wanted to be back in my mother's womb. I've never I've never felt so violated, dude, in all my life. I shit the, up the wall for three days, bro. The strong man. Guess I've just killed the room, ever. No, you said that. And when you said this, the wall, I kind of like this. had a visual of you just standing there, like ah, and then like it's just well, like, actually, that was too much. Was that's too much. That the was Bombay, an that the was Bombay bad boy is described as being incredibly hot curry, incredibly hot curry. <laughs> hey, right up the wall might have been an exaggeration. I might have fought it, and a bit of shit might have went up my pillow. All right. Why are you sitting on your pillow? You know what? I don't even want to know why you're sitting on your pillow. Okay. No, that's how far it traveled, man. That's how far it traveled, baby. When it pops, that's how. So my two Jessica, you all right? Is... I hope Jessica's fine. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> poor guest. No poor guest. bad boys. And no mushrooms in Amsterdam. No <laughs> mushrooms. Take I didn't think I was my advice. Yeah, my advice, I don't know where you're at, but like we've got so many retreats just for that down near Cancun or in other, other places in Mexico. Like go there. The uh I'm actually and this is to, to Soy's detriment. I mean, or he's he's probably gonna I'm in Tampa, Florida, so I'm the exact opposite situation of him in terms of <laughs> sun and all that fun stuff. Yeah. No, I'll just stick Tampa. to doing it in my house with a microdose. 
thumb small. Just go sit and meditate. Sounds very smart. You really need to get to like Gilly Truangan. Like you, you need to look at these funky when you've got time, not now, obviously, but like when you get home, just look at like the Gilly Islands. Uh, G-I-L-I, right? They're fucking magical. There's like three of them. And uh, two of them are like married couples and people who want to chill. And the third one, Gilly T, Gilly Truangan, is like broads like I don't even know how to describe it. Like you'll you'll go around the bars and there's like signs outside saying we have bloody good mushrooms. Like it's literally the entire island, the entire Amazing. island around mushrooms. Oh, if you wait, someone's got a hot mic. I think. Yeah. Uh, funky. Yeah. One second, there, funky. Uh, uh, if you guys go and like even look on like Google Maps, uh, like the Gilly Islands, it's off. Uh, they're off Lombok. So like kind of like northeast of Bali uh, and kind of like central, like north of uh, Lombok in Indonesia. And they're like just these like three little dots. And when you zoom in, like the tropical, like you'll start to see the reef like build out. Man, you're off your fucking nut on like mushrooms and you're just fucking swimming around in the sea with like gigantic like sea turtles, like massive like eels and sea snakes. Like it's fucking, it's like a paradise on earth, but they're all on mushrooms. It's probably like the greatest like mushroom environment playground like there is like you can literally just keep up and up and up in your doors like until like i didn't stop like tripping for like five days pretty much like the last time yeah I've you're gonna make me story. out of place to my travel list <sighs> sorry that story when you were you were tripping and going bad it's a crazy one man I, it's crazy and never never really tripped so so hard as, you guys uh, hear me? as you described we hear you somebody laughing Oh, okay. I think it's because yeah, I was in my house for a brief moment, and then I so I went on Wi-Fi. Um, I do have to bounce because I have a meeting coming up, but I, I wanted to just say thank you again, especially Jessica. I learned a lot just listening to you, so as an educator, yeah, thank you. always happy to just put my ignorance on display and say to somebody else, teach me. So I feel like I got a lot out of the conversation, even though I didn't much. Amazing, amazing. Yeah, I'm going to have to be a buzzkill, too, and hop at the hour the uh, the corporation calls. As in yes, it does. the project manager, I already pushed a meeting back with like a manager type person that really shouldn't be a manager, but now I can't, I can't get out of it. <laughs> That's what it's like to work with a corporation 31 hours a day. Yep, exactly. That's why this person's a manager. He worked 80 hours a week for like, I guess, funsies. Well, the rest of us are like, no, nah, 40. That's what you pay us for. That's what you get. Well, you guys have a wonderful weekend. If you're celebrating Easter, happy Easter and uh, happy Friday. And I'm sure I'll catch you guys on another space soon. Be well, my friends. Much love. Much love. Thank you for, thank you for jumping up, Fungi. Yeah, thanks for having me on. What's he talking about? It's fucking not Easter, is it? Fucking it is. No. Yeah, mate, it's, mate you've, got, you've put me in on a, on a bank holiday, man. Like, this is a bank holiday for me, but here I am putting the hours in for Rack FM. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you kidding, are you kidding me? It's, are you actually joking or not? I had to double check it last night. It's early this year. It's uh, it, it yeah, actually is it's, Eastern weekend. Yeah, today's Good Friday. Wow. Fucking hell. I didn't even know that. Like, my God, are you all eating Easter eggs and shit like that? What are you doing? Like, are you all no, that's, that's Sunday, right? You, you can't eat them today. Oh, I know, but you can have a cheeky one, though, not with the kids or something, no? <laughs> 
You like buy an extra, yeah. don't you? And uh, you got like you tap, tap, tap the supply early on. Oh, that's Uncle Leroy for you. Yeah, man, when Uncle Robo was home. Don't ever know if it was when only Uncle four. When Uncle Robo home, the kids are getting fucking Easter eggs two weeks in advance, man. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> fuck it. They hate me at Christmas, man. I give the, I just get like, start banging the kids like 50 bills, like the fucking parents are getting mad. <laughs> oh, when I was grafting, when I was like a kid and I was proper making like money on the side, I used to look after all like the little nieces and nephews, man. Fucking right, I did. Yeah, put, is that in the nest, Bruce? Is that in the nest? That's Galitroangan. This is like the kind of like uh, signs that have outside the bars, no? Is it in the nest or not? I can't even see now. Me I don't see there. it. Really? I see. No, no, no. I see you on my last funky tweet. All right. Okay. There. I've just tried again. These are like the signs outside the bars that they've got like all oh, every single bar's got like these signs outside. Like it's like it's kind of mad, you know, guys. This place I'm talking about though, about the mushrooms. Uh there's no police. It's like a uh, village law. And there's some right like mad shit. Uh a few about two years or something before I was there, they were telling me about this story about these uh prostitutes that uh, basically like these foreigners, these two foreigners. They kind of like drugged them and robbed them. And then like the foreigners went to the village elders and they found them. Man, you should say that the story's like online. You can go and check this shit out. It's like real proper shit. But like they chased them through the village, like lashing them all over and chased them like onto the pier and then off into like the water. And then they had to tread like water until like the cops came from the mainland. It's like there's there's no cops there. Like it's proper like village like lords, like. You just kind of imagine, like, like the, the, the main dude walks around with a spear, but they're all on mushrooms. But they're all, like, like listening to, like, Bob Marley, and there's, like, all-night cinemas on with Pulp Fiction and the, the Simpsons. Like, you can go to, like, a place where you can just watch The Simpsons for 24 hours a day. Jessica's, like, looking in, that, looking in the calendar next year. I'm, like, I'm, I'm looking at hotels. <laughs> I tell you what, it's gone a bit up market now with like the Indonesians, like the middle class rising up. Uh, when I went in 2007, compared to going back in 2016, the difference was fucking unrecognizable. There was like a like CID and stuff like that were over there just making sure like the mainlanders, like there was no gangs going over and blah, blah, blah. Like, and it's like, it's like during the daytime is the weird thing is like loads of people go over during the day just like go around a bit and then blah, blah, and then leave on the last boats. That's like when the night night time kicks off. But anyway, B-Bands, Brucey, it's been a right show tonight. I thought it would be good crack. Like, I knew this was going to, these two were going to be good foils. Soy, what about uh, Jessica? You were like, oh, I don't know who she is, but have you enjoyed her company or what, Soy? Yeah, yeah. Nice, yeah. Uh, nice meeting you, Jessica. Um, yeah, nice you, meeting you. Just give me a quick follow. Um, yeah, yep. uh, nice to learn about what you do, and uh, and yeah, ho- hopefully see more of you around the space. Yeah, for sure, proper space today, guys. Oh, when Jessica, you get- Jessica just been farming all our data today, man. Jessica, when he, gets, when he gets his neutron bags, man, he'll be at every fucking conference, so no doubt you'll bump into each other in the future. You know, yeah, we'll we'll bump into each other IRL. Hopefully, see you in Paris, man. So are you going to uh, Nebula? Yes, I'm going to Nebular. And then it's like the Osmocon or something around the same time, right? 
Yep, and there's also like a modular summit. So OsmoCon is July 21st. The modular summit's the 21st, 22nd, and then I think Nebular's the 23rd through 25th. Is yeah. the modular summit Celestia? Because didn't they do the modular summit in Amsterdam last year, right? Yeah, they did that last year. Yeah. Is that is are they the main sponsors this year as well? Are they? Is it? Uh, I think so. Don't okay. quote me on that. I just saw a Twitter account like appear out of the blue the other day. Oh, okay. I'll have to have a look at that. Sorry, sorry. I wasn't saying anything, mate. Um, I actually, uh, I'm probably not going to end up going to a lot of conferences. Uh, basically, like I will be going to Thailand pretty soon, and then, as you know, it's just sort of difficult coming and going. So, um, I think I'm luckily going to get out of all the con- conferences this summer, and then maybe just head to Cosmoverse in September. Um, well, he's been coming to Thailand for four months. I doubt he's coming. I don't know what's going on. And but let yeah, let's let let Jessica go. She doesn't need to hear about my Yeah, I was like, I gotta unfortunately hop, but thanks for having me on, guys. See ya. It was a pleasure meeting you, Jessica. Yep, pleasure meeting you. Bye. Thank you so much, Jessica. Jessica. I'm gonna have to go too because my daughter's home today. And um, I need to tire her out. <laughs> no worries, darling. You've had a busy week, B-Bands. Busy week, right? And you've got your uh, polygons kicking off today. The, today the, is the migration. Yep. Good so, luck, darling. Good luck. We'll be migrating over to Polygon. I might wait a day before I do it. See what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Avoid yeah, the I traffic, like, right? Yeah, I wait. Because, like, usually I'm the first one to try it out. And then... It's fa- I'm fast enough where before the problem happens or anything, you know what I mean? But it looks like everything's running really well, so I'd just rather wait. No worries. Take care, though, darling. Look after the little one, yeah? Thank you for All the right. night. Bye, guys. Take care. See you, Bieber. See you next time. Yeah, can I, can I make a confession, guys? And um, We're still recording now. This is, uh, this is perfectly normal to say this. Like, listen... When, uh, when, whenever I've uh, seen like Jessica commenting sometimes on people, and it's like, oh, you better cook, fucking play, like all this shit, right? Like, I don't know, I was expecting her like sounding like she was like probably like much, much younger, but like, wow, how experienced and like, I don't know, regal and blah, 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 does this woman sound like? I was like, I was like, whoa, okay, I expected like some young kid, you know what I mean? That makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, drift. I didn't have any like presumptions. About Jessica, though. Well, there weren't presumptions. It's just like, I don't know. I mean, people might read my tweets and think, oh, like, he's a young guy, like the language he uses, but I'm not like, you know. But like, she just sounded, I don't know, like she'd been like, like, proper, like, so experienced in this game, right? She definitely knew what the fuck she was talking about, man. And yeah, I'm man. Pretty... Like, to be fair, you just, you basically, you, you put me on a panel with like a gigabrain and made me look like a pleb. That, that was like the, the plan all along, right? Ah, sorry, bro. I not at all. Like not and I've done it lots of times. Not at all. Listen, I've got to say it. Like, these are fanboy shows. I mean, I've wanted you on for like the last couple of weeks, but I just knew you were busy. But we will continue to make shows that we feel like if we were an audience member that we would want to listen to. And therefore, there needs to be an element of fun, an element of joking, but there does need to be some substance and some content, obviously, because you're not going to get two hours out of blood. Like, you know, but like also, like we were DMing earlier, so when you were talking, 
and we were like, fuck, how good of a foil are these two for like like tonight? I think you had a conversation for about like 15 minutes tonight where no one interrupted, just you two. And such a like a good foil and such an interesting dude. This is what I mean. I'm listening as a an I'm hosting, but I'm like in the zone as an audience member. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And and like to be honest with you, like obviously you you've sort of suggested that I come up on and do the panel like on my own last week and stuff. Uh, which is great, but like I'm always, I would prefer to sort of do it as like a team job and like have someone else to bounce off and stuff like that. I don't, I'm not really interested in sort of getting up and and you know telling everyone about soy. Um, so yeah, like you still managed to get the old mushroom story out of me, but um, but yeah, it was, I'm I'm sort of much much more comfortable doing it this way. You know, I'm always down to talk about coin landing page. So if you, <laughs> yeah, we know that we know that we we told you four hundred followers minimum coin coin landing page. This guy, this guy, my goodness, I love him. I love, I love the fucking grind. Uh, you know what? This is the crack about Monday, like liquid steak and summit. Why do you want to put it like liquid steak and derivative summit? Why do you want to do it? Uh, because I don't really understand it. Uh, and I want to ask the right people like the like questions that I might want to know. Like, like I'm sure Bruce might feel the same or Bayband feels the same. It's like we're not 100% complete on like everything and we want to kind of figure things out and let's get the right people in the right rooms to be able to do this, right? That's the entire point. That's why we did the randomness one is like, because we knew a bit, but we didn't really fucking know like a massive amount. We came out the back of it knowing exactly like what quantum fucking randomness like is like, and how this vacuum of, oh my goodness, you've got no idea. Like what we learned that day is insane, Bruce, right? And we're going to continue to do what we want to do. Absolutely. And like talking about that space, when people ask me about me doing all this Twitter podcast, people like my friends, <laughs> people like my friends, right? And uh, I always fucking link them to the randomness space every time. I'm afraid. Good one. It's like the one I'm afraid of. It's a fanboy moment simple fact of life like we have these people along because we think they're going to be fucking hilarious the people will follow it for a long time the people respect for their level of intelligence or their skill set same as we got don and sen on the other week same as we got tammy on blah 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 right you know when we had our own we switched to like the focus on like where the investigation blah 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 where our talents are tonight we did what we got to do but dude i'm gonna we're gonna wrap it up right we've lost a few people now Right, the show's over now. The the NFT needs to be deleted until tomorrow, Bruce. Right, you've got a show coming up tomorrow, Bruce. Yeah, uh, that's I got a short one with Chris. Yeah, uh, that should be decent. If nobody knows what he's doing over there, guys, go and pay attention. Other than that, we've got the space on uh, Monday, the LSD summit. Let's see who's coming, who's not. There's like eight said, yeah, kinda, and then we'll see who's got the balls. But sorry. From Rack FM to you tonight, matey. We really do appreciate like like you coming on tonight, dude. This is like really for us. Proper a proper coup tonight. A, a coup, you know. Uh mate, you don't need to say stuff like that. Just uh happy to come on and have a chat, always. Well, mate, hopefully I'll see you in Thailand for drinks soon, yeah. Yeah, pretty soon, man. It's, uh, it's, um, like the, the visa thing's a pain in the ass. Uh, they they just changed from like 45 to 30 days. And now, like, so, like, it's not worth coming visa on arrival. So now I need to, like, get a visa for 60 days. And then you've got to have, like, all your shit booked in advance. And uh, it's, it's just a pain in the ass. 
and then like it's, it's Easter, so the the embassy's closed. So I, I'm now looking at probably like either next week or the week after, but like the the latest ne- after next week. So at the end of the year, if uh if I find a job, um, I was thinking of maybe moving to uh to to Thailand as well, like uh, do a little year of uh, saving. That'd be a smart move. Yeah. Would you be uh, okay if I asked you a couple questions by then? Yeah, yeah, man. Any time. Robo's right. here for you as well. But yeah, by the way, I don't know about that. You know, I've I've just checked, and I think Chris doesn't even have four hundred followers. Who's who's Chris? Chris uh, Chris Five Farm, right? That's the one who's going to be. Wait a minute. So he went. So he went. Oh, Robo's here for you as well, and you went. Oh, I don't know about that. Like, what? What did he <laughs> 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 so it's not really about the 400 followers it's, it's more about you know your lack of time for Robbo yeah I don't know like uh, you guys saying I need at least 400 followers to be on the show wait it's uh, a joke it's, it's a joke I looked I looked at your profile I, I, I could have just said 317 you know yeah, uh, I, I, whatever's below the cut off just, uh, just double checked and uh, I'm getting rugged here yeah you're not getting yeah, rocks yes, on, man. We got you. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. Everybody's time will come. Yeah, sorry. It's not what it used to be here. You're right. Uh, you know, the, the interesting thing is, though, listen, it can be like this now. In two weeks, dude, it could change. And they could, like, hear the 45 days again or whatever. But, like, I'd probably, I don't know, I'd probably be flying in, like, Malaysia. And then probably, like, just jump in. Like, it'd be cheaper for me, probably. And then just like jump into like a lower Cambodia and then get the like visa, like the, the two months. Oh, all right, here's, here's, here's a question for you. So like basically like I, I just I just want minimum bullshit, right? So like um, that's why I'm thinking that I should might as well just get the 60 days before I go because it's just it's easier than having to sort of do like a border bounce uh like or a visa run like i don't know after after like two months right i'd rather just do that after wait, three months. wait can you confirm can you confirm with the 60 day when you're here in the country you can go to chang immigration and you can get a 30 day extension on your 60 days so even though you mentioned 60 it's really 90 days let's be exactly let's that go. exactly that so it's so it's basically it's 90 if you get the visa or it's 60 if you don't get the visa right but it used to be 75 so I was okay with 75, but the extra 30 days makes it worth getting the visa before you come, right? So, right. so like, assuming I actually get the visa and I do, I do the 90 days, like, what do you do about, like, do you, you go to Laos, right, to get your visa and come back again? Just do it on your own. It depends. It depends which one you're getting. Wait a minute. I, I meant to say before, I forget though. If you do need to use my address as your registered address in Thailand, that's fine. Oh yeah. Well. Right, I'll give uh, you the phone number and address, and you can like no, no, like like because you know you often need somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I do actually have that, but mate, I really appreciate the offer. Um, but yeah, like part of the reason why I'm like considering just coming on thirty days is that like a girl that I know, um, she wants to basically like put me up in um, where is it near Phuket? Um, what's the place in Phuket? Um. The the like where the famous beaches are, where like Rayleigh Beach is. What's that place called? PP. Call PP. No, no, Rayleigh Beach is um 
Oh, really? Um, then, really? Out, out, well, Outong and really is a different area. PP's further out. You, you mentioned the beach. That's PP. PP Lee and PP Don. Yeah, but what's a bit? It's slightly. It's, it's in. It's like mainland uh, near Phuket. Was a really famous place. It's really bugging me. That I can't think of it. Um, uh, anyway, anyway, she wants to take me to this place. So, like, potentially, if I can get out there before the nineteenth, um, then I can do like, a couple of days in Bangkok, and then we fly to wherever the hell this place is that I can't remember the name of. Um, so I, 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 might, I might do it that way, but I can I can use her address. I know exactly what you mean, dude. I'm, I'm going to get the name in the minute. You're on about like where Leonardo and them stayed, like when they were filming the beach. Oh, it's killing me. You mean with the limestone, the limestone mountains and that fucking hell? Yeah. Can I not remember that province? I don't know. It's absolutely killing me. I can't remember it. Like, yeah, I was me, dude. I've been about four fucking times, four or five times. Like, it's killing me. Oh, it's really, I know what you mean. Where really, really a beach is just off uh, uh, Ao, Ao Tong, Ao Tong, it's called, right? The main Something beach. Like that, yeah. Ao Nang or whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 that's the one. That's a beautiful dude. Oh, my God, it's insane. Well, I've never been there. I've never been there. Like, I always wanted to go, but, like, during COVID, like, I was, like, basically, like, island-bound on Samui, so I could never go. Um, it's fucking annoying me, the name. What's, what's the name of this place? All I'm going to say to you is, wait, all I'm going to say to you is, is it, like, understand that 30 days here goes by very fucking quickly. I know. You know what I mean, I very quick. Like, if you're in a position before you leave the UK to be in possession of the 60 day ban, but also, so remember this you don't know which immigration officer you're going to get. Remember the law. You must have at least 20,000 baht in cash, and that's not much, right? But it's, you can have an equivalent in dollar or euro, blah, blah. But you must be aware that you must f- have physical cash. Yeah, that's that's only if you're doing visa on arrival, right? That's not visa in advance. It's not uh, even, even no, not even on your visa in advance. To ask you now, dude, they've been doing it for oh, ages. Yeah, yeah. I've, I have twenty k baht, which is like what seven hundred and fifty eight hundred dollars or whatever, or seven hundred bucks, yeah. whatever it is, whatever it's in euros, pounds, dollars, whatever. I have the cash because the reports, you know, they're. The ATM machines are only on the other side of immigration. Yeah, yeah. The amount of reports about people getting sent back and like they had the card and couldn't get the money out the other side is ridiculous. Unbelievable. I, I, I made a point about this a long time ago. I would never ever fly into like in your position. I'd never fly in here with like less than like twenty grand bot because it's nothing and it's peace of mind. Yeah. Of yeah, so anyway, that all that needs sorting out, and I'll um, I will I will get that sorted out. Um, and yeah, maybe I'll be be sharing a beer with you very soon. I think you'll get a you'll get a hundred and eighty days right before you have to fuck off, right? Well, yeah, it depends. Like I I mean, it's like I say, it's complicated because I think I have to go to Cosmoverse and like we're having like um, a neutron retreat somewhere for a couple of weeks. So like I have to sort of leave Thailand for like a month. Um, and then my, my my plan is to basically sort out like a long term visa whilst I'm there this time, and then I can sort of like no, well, that works out for you. That works out for you. You see, what you don't realise is, and this is where Robo, the fucking chief fucking immigration officer of the world, comes into play, right? Because he's done more of this shit than most people, right? Go okay, on. you you come over here now. Cosmoverse is in September. Yeah. Uh, you'll come up when you eventually get here. I mean, we're into April now. It's going to be at least one another two weeks, three weeks, it, like if you're over by then, right? You're going to be in the yeah. May. 
Yeah. Uh, you're going to get 60 days, then you're going to be able to go and get another 30. Uh, yeah. If you, uh, you get the 30 on the extension, which yeah. means that you can pop in and out the border and get another 30 to tie you over to September when you go to Cosmoverse. When you go to Cosmoverse, you land in Istanbul, you go up the embassy or the consulate, you apply for your new one because you can, right? You stay up the country a little while, you get the new one, you pick it up, you come back on the 60 day, and then you've got your next like 180 days. And then at the end of it, you can still bounce and do another 30 days and come back in. So Wait, you can where, you get, where, you get, where are you getting that next 180 days from? Think about it, right? Right. Okay. So you can do the two 60 days within a year. You can get 180 yeah. days. Because the 60 days as a 30 day extension as standard on top of it. So it's not yeah. really a 60, it's a 90. And you can have two in the same year. So you can have so, them back. So, so, basically, so basically, right, if, if I come on a 30 day, extend it 30 days, let's say I do that in the middle no, of no, April. No, 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 right? you come on a 60. No, no, you come on a 60, then you extend it in country. Because you've got to remember what you can do in country versus out country are very, very different. You can come on a 60, you can go to immigration at Chang Watanar or wherever you're going to be, somewhere yeah. up, wherever. And you just get the stamp. It's another 30 days extension. So you can get yeah. 90 days on the original 60. You can yeah, isn't enough, though, is it? So if we're doing like April to May, one month, to June, two months, to July, three months, and I've still got August and September, so I need two more months. So no, bounce and do, you just bounce and do it again. Wait, wait a minute. You're talking about coming in May, right? No, I'm talking about coming like next week. Yeah, all right, okay. Well, well, I mean, still, still halfway through April. You're still a fair way in. So you yeah. still get, like, up until, like, July. Then you could bounce and get another 30 days, which is going to take you into August, and then you would have to fuck off to Istanbul or Turkey early or just fuck off to, like, Lower Cambodia if you've got the money to, like, hang around. You're going to have to clear, like, a few weeks between leaving Thailand to go to Istanbul to keep the, like, dates in order. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just annoyingly complicated, isn't it? It's it's like it's been a blocker on me booking my flights. It's like sometimes like I have like a long day at work and then I'm like, uh, I just can't even be bothered to think about it. And next minute it's like the week later and I'm still not booked anything. But 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 the thing is that visas are far more important than flights. Flights are to a penny. Like I've learned this over the years and about especially, you know, especially like Lynn Thailand now legally eleven years. Yeah. Once, once you secure the visas and stuff, everything else can like fall into place, dude. Like really easy. Whether you get flight cancellations or whatever, like you just must get a fucking visa. And actually, I've heard they're knocking them out quite quickly in England. I've heard in England. Yeah, well, I think to be honest with you, like having this chat with you, it's just it's just no point as they're coming on the thirty days. Might as well just take the sixty a day option and just get that done. Um, you can get it in Hull, right? You because in Manchester, no, no, right? they've closed down all the visa centers. Like it used to be great. This is the other hassle. Like I used to be able to go to Liverpool. There was um, there was a consulate in Liverpool. I drive there, take me forty minutes. I go. I knew the woman because I see her all the time. I go not in. Thai I get the not Thai. No, no, there was no, no, in London. She was English. No, no, yeah, it was a Thai consulate in Liverpool. Um, it's uh, it was like inside like a jewelry shop, and so like basically you go in there and and they were just like no questions asked, they just give you the flaming visa. But now like Hull's closed, Liverpool's closed. Uh, you have to do the e visa uh, down at London. Uh, it's like the sticker visa or whatever. But in, in order to get that visa, you have to have your flights booked, you have to have your accommodation booked, and so like you need to have that all booked and then sort of get your your visa in advance. It's a real pain in the ass. Okay, well, I wouldn't do I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. I'll tell you what I would do. 
I would fly and fuck that. Fuck that shit. Totally I've been going around in circles with this for like three weeks. Right. Hear me out. Hear me out. I wouldn't even go through what you're talking about. The minute you get a cheap flight or a cancellation or whatever, come out on visa and arrival. Uh, just just come and chill, whatever you need to do for your first like bit of time. It doesn't even matter like if you cut the 30 days short, just hook up and then go to fucking Laos or Cambodia, get the 60 days and then come back. Like, there's no fucking point in putting yourself through that in the UK, dude. And you might as well just get here and then worry about it when that's, you get here. Yeah, so that's what I'm thinking. So now, long story sideways, I'm going to arrive, visa on arrival, 30 days, extend for 30 days, fuck off, quote unquote, to Hanoi or whatever, right? And then come back and then do another three months. Uh, well, you can do, but you'd, you're probably better off just going and getting the, the 60 day from the visa, uh, from the embassy in uh, Vientiane, in Laos, or in uh, Cambodia. I mean, I wouldn't get to Cambodia, but I'd definitely go to Laos. Uh, yeah. Muktahan, uh, what's it called? Uh, Sawanaket on the other side of Muktahan, on the other side of the river from uh, Thailand. Dude, yeah. like, literally come here, get your 30 days, like you say, extended, but then go and get a 60 day, and then you've got a, a 30 day extension on top of that. That's going yeah. to carry over well into like August, late August, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the way to do it. In which case then, mate, um, there's a flight on Sunday, which uh, is nice and cheap, which I might book. So, yeah. Um, Good for the culture. Good for the culture. Imagine <laughs> the smell on his face as if like he comes over. Bro, tell me what time you arrive. I'm off work now for like three weeks, like, dude, because of the song cran, right? Oh, yeah, nice. Dude, I broke up on Tuesday to me, man. But I've got, I'm writing a course at the minute. But I didn't start work until like the, the week after Songkran's, like what, the 20, 20 something? The Tuesday, like the 21st, 22nd? It's the 13th Songkran, isn't it? Bro, you realise, oh, well, it's just the, the 13th, 14th, 15th, but then it's like the week after, everybody's taking the Monday off, and no one's going back to work, man. You realise you're going to come here at the worst time possible. Would yeah, you just well, leave Bangkok? Like, Would you leave Bangkok? Yeah. Uh, I want to do like a week in Bangkok and then um, I, it's really annoying me that I can't remember. The, is it is it Kolipe or, or something? I can't remember the name of the place, but then like on the 19th, I've got to go there for a week. Um, I get like a Lipe. nice like... Yeah, yeah. Lipe is off uh, Phuket. Lipe is beautiful, Lipe, right? Kolipe, yeah. Beautiful. Have you been before or not? I've not. I've never been. I really want to go. <laughs> Bro. Oh my goodness. It's one of the most stunning places there is out here. But mate, uh, right, so you'll be here for a week. That's interesting. You know, uh, tidbit, you know, tidbits here. Is he? Uh, I did not know that. I thought he was in uh, in Hanoi or something. Well, he was, but then they got the grant money and Uncle Jacob sent them off on like a six weeks holiday or something. I think he's already been out here nearly a month or something, you know. Oh, he's still on holidays here. Oh, he's, 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 I tell you what, he's not like Bendy. Bendy does the real work. This guy's out there spending the grant money like hand over fucking fist, bro. Oh, yeah. Well, but Bendy's dishing it out and, and a little bit spending it. It's a nice little operation they got going. That's what's happening there, isn't it? Uh, these fucking Brits. You can't trust the Brits, can you? I've learned this, so you're the only one I can trust. Exactly. Anyway, uh, mate, I'm going to drop. Um, it's been a couple hours, so um cheers for the the visa advice and the, the hospitality today bruce pleasure as always mate coin landing page not so much but um hopefully we'll be having hopefully we might be having lunch by monday so you never know you never know mate i mean hey i'm here stranger things have happened mate i tell you what when i when i get there we're going to um my favorite restaurant on tongue in ari 
and you can uh, you can sample the cow soy, and uh, you'll 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 realise you've been missing out. Well, I'm really glad that you're going to set yourself up for a massive fail when I take you to my place, and you're just like, oh shit, okay, this is how it really works in Thailand, is it? You think you're going to mug me off in my town, boy? Or fucking, I've lived here eleven years, and he's like, oh, we like, hey, we like show you, we like, yeah, dude, you be showing me for call, man, guys. Fucking Brits, stop colonizing the world, guys. It ended really bad last time. Never Jones. mind. All the places to shit. Take care, Stoy. I love you to bits, son, right? Whatever you do, son, I wish you all the best in your life, though, mate. You're a classic kid. I love you to bits, right? Watch what you're doing, yeah? Cheers, guys. Catch you later. See you, Stoy. Always a pleasure. Wow, Bruce, we went on a bit tonight. Are we going to get wrong off Finn, huh? He's been all right with the two hours, 20 minutes, right? Yeah, but like it's a good timing when he slept slept in today. So do long spaces when he slept in. I think that's fair, right? Correct, mate. Correct. Anyway, mate, I'm gonna go and take the dogs for a walk, like the Jew. I fed them a bit earlier when I was on the when 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 uh, soy and your woman was having a heart to heart. I was like, right, okay, get the dogs fed so I can walk them when they're finished. Uh, mate, you you're welcome to finish up and uh, spin up an after one, but I'm done for the weekend. You got Chris tomorrow, right? And we've got the one on Monday. Yep, that's true. Um, I'm taking a weekend off, dude. I've got lots of things to do. I've got lots of prep. You know how much work I've got, right? Nice. Sound, oh, sorry. Sorry. There we go. Sounds reasonable, bro. Yeah, I'm not going to spin up one after this one. All right, mate. I'm telling you now how much work I've got to do, though, right? And hopefully the Stargaze thing will come through in the next, like, 24, 48 hours. So that'll be ready to go as well. That's and then we'll exciting. see. Talking about Stargaze, like, the past... Uh... The prop pass late yesterday, right? With the raccoon and the special edition Minda. Oh, Minda. Well, it was always going to pass. I mean, it wasn't even in doubt, right? Of course, of course. But now it's on the chain, man. It's perfect. I'm yeah. happy about it. More re- revenue for us. That was a given. That was a given, considering like Stargaze approached them in the first place. You know. Uh, but Bruce, I mean, anybody that's been shitting on the raccoon there. For like what's been happening, like with uh, going elsewhere and building stuff and doing this, like they've just got such like blinkers on, like short term vision. Yeah, sorry, dude, I'm leaving my house. No they've just got like, like short term vision. No, no, it's really like a, when people questioned, like, oh, they didn't ask anyone else if like they should build a marketplace. Like, how can they just decide like to do this? And it's like, bro, like, as if you know. As if you know what it takes to like keep the lights on. As if you know what's going on. Shut up, man, you pleb. Like, like, and now look what we're seeing. Like, Stargaze approaching them, right? Exactly, and it's funny because the the devs and themselves were hesitant to build the marketplace and ask for the grant money because they didn't want to leave Raccoon. They thought like they had to be extremely loyal, but they're just creating creating more opportunities for the Raccoon community, man. I think it's uh, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful and harmonious. It is, Bruce, and that's, why, and that's why we're going to wind down this session on that note. Guys, listen, the link for the NFT is in the nest. It's going to be deleted very, very soon. It's only going to be in Bruce's space tomorrow. And then from now on, we're not fucking around. If you don't grab these NFTs when they're available, you ain't going to get one. We've helped people out. People who know, like, like who missed it, like they were like, oh, shit. And we're like, all right, it's the first one. We'll help you. But like from now on, Find them, get them, save them, put them in your collection, get ready. Because if you've missed it, there's, sorry, like kids, there's me crying over still. No, anyway, though, I love you. St- oh, look who's come here, Finn. He's only come in to tell us to shut the fuck up and get the fuck out of the space, hasn't he? Oh, my goodness, here we go. 
Right, Bruce, thank you for co-hosting. Lovely to hear, like, B-Bands co-hosting again tonight, like a legend. And especially Soy and Jessica. We love you as loads, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. It's the Rex Show, coming from the Rex Store. With this back in the Mac in the back flow. Let's go, chillin' with raccoons by the back door. Take all so you can stake more. All I wanna do is making door right. But I found this crew and doing alright. We wreck, will bitch, ready to fight. So many raccoons ready for the boss life. I might fly high like a kite, right? But always ready for a shite for the right price. Raccoon supply has the right price. Giving you respect if it's likewise. So I'm buying all the mean guys with the clean heart. Read between lies, laser bean through lean eyes. Larry or with clean lies, trash mouth, mean smile, be wise. NFT wise, fuck with these guys. It's the rack lab from the back lab. 100 NFTs in my backpack. Crazy rack rap from the stash app. Rack will take a lead in this haystack. It's the rack rap from the back lab. 100 NFTs in my backpack. Crazy rack rap from the stash app. Rack will take a lead in this haystack. Blast that rack rap from the stash app. Supplying the raccoons with a headbang rap. Rack gang with the rack will slang like a trash can. Hoodie with fangs and a gold chain. It's either rack will or the red pill. Best chill while we get into the first meal. Best pill, best devs with the best skill. No shill, all real. Secret is a great deal. Rack will insane. Shane better stand fast. Robo shooting his tweets with straight facts. Knowledge from the streets with the best plan yet. Winston gotta eat if you retweet that. Free of a life feed from the base camp. McKenna always ready if you dare that. Raccoons for his rare stash Trash panda biker gang motherfucking hashtag It's the rack rap from the back lab 100 NFTs in my backpack Crazy rack rap from the stash app Rack will take a lead in this haystack It's the rack rap from the back lab 100 NFTs in my backpack Crazy rack rap from the stash app Rack will take a lead in this haystack Spaces.